I missed y'all. It's been too long. Is anybody out there? Is anybody still actually listening? Uh, you know what? You know what? I know they are listening. I didn't forget you. It's just, you know, things happen and, you know, life happens. And unfortunately, life takes precedence over podcasts sometimes. And But now that's all over with. Welcome back. We are back. The three angry black people. Lorenzo. Christine. Big Rob, man. Everything that comes out my motherfucking mouth is hard. Yeah, 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 sure. Okay. Well, that still gives me a knee jerk reaction. <laughs> I, oh my God. <laughs> uh, shout out to Muttley. I remember Hannah Barbera. With Muttley, we just be laughing. That's how I feel. You know, just got a headache. <laughs> Laugh. That iron, that sarcastic irony, even though he was serious. Mm. What's going on? What's going on? What's happening? What are we talking about? What are we doing? Well, I mean, the- it's been a minute. I mean, are y'all still listening? Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. should we check our analytics? <laughs> I would say, yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know, that's kind of scary. I don't want to check it because it's. I, th- I think it's just going to make us sad. Or it fuels us to have the ambition to go after what we want, which is more followers and listeners. That's true. Now, if somebody went into our archives somehow and just started, you know, censor like, hey, we haven't recorded in a while. And then they went back and listened to old episodes. That'd be really cool if they did that. I think a few people did. I mean, I've been telling everyone about it. Some people's like, hey, y'all ain't my tea. And I said, that's cool. I understand. Others is like, yo, what what kind of foolery is this? New season. I'm not going to cuss for you so we can get monetized. Okay. okay. The Way Back Machine, I think, is a good episode for people to go back to if they wanted like a sample. Yeah. Sample selection of everything you would get in a typical pod podcast with us. Yeah. That's the one to go to to me. And I'm not going to be angry. I won't have any rants. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. Do you want. You, you do want us to be successful, right? This show would not be what it is. Without you exploding into something, okay? Nope. I want peace and serenity, and it's going to be namaste. Okay. Well, we lost just about all of our viewers now. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, we do have a brand. You know, I mean, y'all shouldn't be angry. It's three. So, so it's not. It's not two angry <laughs> black folk and a neutral, a neutral sister. <laughs> you know. It, you know, you know, you know. We can't put that on a T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? We can. <laughs> Everything's merch now. Actually, um, I've been told that the logo isn't getting changed again. So, 
No, we put the logo, then just change the wording, and it says two so angry we black would have to, people. So we, we would have to. And one neutral person. Oh, we, what's the oh, what's the thing, you know, like the chaotic thing? What, like, like, what was the one you said you were? Chaotic. I don't, I'm either chaotic. Chaotic no, neutral? Neutral or chaotic good. Or chaotic evil. It just depends on the day. And lately, y'all have asked for the villain, so the villain has okay. come back. So two angry, so two angry black brothers and their chaotic neutral sister. It feels like a whole family affair. We're gonna stop now. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. How? It's been three months, hasn't it? Yes. Man. You know, it's like in it's like getting back to like your old like you know when you've been away for for a while and, and like you come back home and you know everything feels comfortable, but it's still a little awkward because you haven't been there in so long. You know. It's just weird. In the meantime, I'm still trying to get my dog to attack Lorenzo in this uh, gather thing that we have here. So we have a um, so we have something called gather, which is like a virtual a virtual meeting place, right? Right, right, L. Mm-hmm. Yes, it sure is. Yeah. So right. So we've made characters for ourselves, and I've been playing on it. Like sub, like subconsciously now, I have a pet dog. Wait, what? What just happened? What happened to it? Oh, I'm sorry. Did uh, you boot me out? <laughs> you will. <laughs> First he shoots me. First he shoots me. Then he no 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 no. no, no let's no. get her. Let's he get her. He mutes me. He shoots me, and then he boots me. Muchi shoot you boot you. That sounds like Bushland speak. <laughs> did or did no. you the fuck not? Did or did you the fuck not? Just admit that you were trying. You were trying to hurt me in well, the space. Now why would I ever try and you hurt you? You are Lorenzo? on audio, I, sir. I know we're on audio. You know, we're back and long. you still lie okay. like a motherfucker on audio. No. And then I gotta go and pull you up on the audio Man. like you just didn't say this. <laughs> sir. You did say you were trying to send that dog after Lorenzo. I was Thank drunk at you. the time. Lies. That's usually, it's always, that's usually, that's you, usually but, a good one. You know, I was drunk at the time. Drunk, no, no, I, feared, no. I feared for my life. I, I was I, emotional. I feared, I feared for my life too, so I kicked you out the office space and called the cops and said, that's an active shooter. Active What? Wait, how do we get in? <laughs> see, see, taking advantage, just like that woman did with her dog, Like, I mean, with the guy with the dog or whatever. I'm outside. What? Welcome to your team this, hub. There's a light-skinned Negro across from me. I get to play in the fountain. See, this is what happens when you get booted out, Rob. You can't do fun things anymore. Man, yeah, I'm all booted out of the. I'm all booted out of the house. You can always hit the link and then like oh. re-enter. Oh, okay. I selected the one allowing you to come back instead of. Oh, uh, you can ban people. Okay. I can perma ban you. Yes, perma ban. Oh, I haven't heard that term since like the '90s. Perma ban. Yeah. Back in like when they had chat rooms and stuff. You have been perma banned. It's, it, it's, it's still getting used to today. 
Yeah, that it, was. It's still getting you. That turn. That still gets used today. People still get perma banned. Okay, I'm glad I'm not that old yet. Listen, That's TikTok good. be perma banning all the all the melanated folks. Don't say nothing. TikTok don't like. They was like the algorithm is racist. They're like, bye, see ya. We're gonna talk about that um, in length today, because uh, there's stuff. Oh, what the heck? We still get. Oh wow. Okay, we lost the fucking stuff. <laughs> We wow. Lost, we lost the what? I said we haven't lost the step. People what? have been archiving. That is great. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. And we really appreciate it. Yeah. Website is actually in the works. So I've been working on that. If you actually type it in, you're going to see how how not together it is yet but i'm working on a couple things um so we're doing that um but you know apple podcasts of lately people definitely been rocking with us the long way shout out to listeners on spotify shout out to everyone that's been listening to us um people have actually been going doing a way back for us uh, as so, okay. of July 31st, going up to uh, the 27th, as of yesterday, um, top 10 episodes. Episode 70, Rick's Not Dead and Ray's Got a Small Koi. <laughs> Episode 83, Retired. Yes, Tired. <laughs> Time. Good Vibes with Our Special Guests, Episode 34. Uh, wow. Um, people just. Oh, with a uh, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Um, was that Laguardia Cross? Laguardia, Laguardia Cross, Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Episode, th- yeah. So people have been. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. People have been checking out. Also, um, it's funny. We did that episode on August thirtieth, two thousand twenty. Whoa! <laughs> right. Two years later. That's crazy. Right. So, uh, also, uh, uh, episode with Gasto uh, Gasto Alamante. Uh, that is on the top 10 nice. um, yes grease the flamingos on the top 10 <laughs> oh i need to get i need to Wait, make was a that the, so was that the first one no yeah. no 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 that wasn't the first one Sorry. you know our legendary our legendary uh offensive podcast like the very first one we did that we recorded on a friday that and, actually and it just exploded into mayhem. That wasn't the Grease the Flamingo. I know what you're no. talking about, yeah, because it's not Grease the Flamingo. Yeah, that was when I realized we us recording on a Friday night is a bad idea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Grease the Flamingo was inspired, I think, from it was. from that one. Uh, a whole lot has been inspired because I was doing because I was doing mating calls on that one. You. <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah. I, and then I was mad at you about your mating call, like, and, so, and like, every, like I, I literally got mad at the mating call. Like, you, you like that's your mating call? I was offended. <laughs> oh gosh, oh gosh. Okay, so anyway, um, Chris, something you said that I, um, I'm gonna hone in on, um, because one of the biggest things I really have been thinking about, I don't know about y'all, but I've really been thinking about the content and I've really been thinking about what we can do um, to improve in areas that we could improve on, if anything. And I know that anytime you're in the creative space, nothing is ever perfect. We just keep working at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I realize, um, you know, because you're talking about how some people, you know, came up to you. When's the next episode? Some people was like, oh, yeah, it's not my cup of tea. And then I got to thinking, 
It's like, damn, I would like to know. Like, so what's not the cup of tea? Because sometimes it could just be the content matter. It could really just be how we are. Because I know there's some shows, um, depending on what you're looking for, they have like an overall theme and it just works. Mm-hmm. So, so I can actually answer that question, at least in part, because my sister, uh, she she likes us she likes you know she likes the show but it's not it's literally not her cup of tea and i think the reason for that was really uh it wasn't the language but it was the imagery it was what we were describing and i I, she doesn't like that really overt you know type of topics and violence or just you know yeah, I get, yeah, yeah, like the content. Yeah, yeah, because I know everybody is different. Because some shows you just gravitate to. Yeah, um, but that doesn't take away from us. Like, yeah, like no, how we do our show. No, it's it's understandable yeah. because there's some shows that you know I listen to, and I probably listen to some more than others uh, because there's a certain element, and yeah. that's just going to happen. Yeah, I think yeah. it's if anything for those who do listen to us, I feel like. That's who, if anything, it's like, okay, what we can do? Because we can't please everybody. Yeah. Because yeah. I have been thinking about the shorter form content for people who are like, listen, y'all can talk for a good minute. And, and that's what she actually it. said was good was that she can see how people kind of listen to it in the background and work. So she yes. did give us that compliment. And, too. and I felt and I felt like that was a thing because I was like, you know, maybe we need to like kind of say, hey, when you're listening to us, is it background? Are you listening to it, you know, in the morning on your way to work? And um, folks, and, and if you're listening to this episode, hit us up on Twitter because I know when it comes to social media, that's the most active. Yeah, <laughs> that's the most active um, because um, for full transparency, you know, we're we're still very much, you know, working and doing things. So when we get together, this is something that, yes, we're trying to build it. And the time and stuff that we would love to dedicate to it needs to come with a, a, a way to supplement the time f- financially. Yeah. And I say this because, and now in full transparency, if this was my nine to five, I would be with it because me too. it's putting the money in the pocket to be able to say this is what's sustaining the bills yeah so therefore i can dedicate more time yeah so when it comes to doing certain things it's not to say we can't do it it's just it's going to take us a lot longer to get around to it like the social media thing i don't mind you know being on twitter interacting with y'all because that's me anytime i guess we reach out to guests that's usually me pulling the strings unless i ask somebody to take it over for a week because i'm not available um and this is something that we definitely can do and manage, but like I said, it it takes time because people got jobs and stuff. So um, definitely, if you see us on the slow burn with social media, that's what it is. Yeah. But the things that we are trying to work in, get in a place, if we gotta take our time to get there, that's just what it's going to be. There's no rush because I definitely, just so y'all know, I definitely been thinking about bringing people in the background yeah. that we know. That can help with some things. Yeah, yeah. I like the community idea, you know, because we were talking about that for YouTube, you know, with the lounge chairs and other people around us that might be able to add into the show. I like that idea. I was thinking, well, that I was thinking logistically, uh, because 
a social media account i'm telling you we get to a get to a certain point where that definitely needs management and the whole nine yeah we're hiring somebody like we're getting somebody i mean it's just okay can i be honest yeah instagram just got to the point where it's like can i like it's almost like because it was taken we were all working we were all busy it took a long time to get the stuff up on instagram yeah instagram is trying to compete with tiktok so short form videos and they want you to make short form videos so yeah we did definitely when we start bringing in money a social media account manager will be good because i still believe instagram is a good way for us to get sponsorship I think that'll be a ripple effect, though, because once we have video video content, I think that's going to ripple down to like TikTok and Instagram, you know, like little shorts, little little bits. Yes. And you know no. I mean? So prime example, recently, I just got hit up to do um, what is not sponsor, but like be a brand ambassador oh. based off my Instagram. I don't even post, but my analytics are so good. They're like, you just have to post for us once a once really? a month, uh, they, they, they once a month, and I had just talked about something. I can't do it due to my full time job, but you just have to have the good analytics because mm-hmm. on Twitter, what they'll what they'll hit you with is like, oh, host of Twitter Spaces sponsored by, you know, Nextcon or something, or yeah. host of Twitter Spaces hosted um, by this black business brand. So yeah, you're right. Once we do long form content and it trickles down, but see the thing about it is. Because I've been taking this multimedia class. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, what they do is like TikTok, like they'll be like, oh, I'll make something for YouTube and cut it and put it on TikTok. And then it doesn't market well or doesn't trend well. And the AI on TikTok doesn't boost it versus, okay, I'll make it for TikTok. And it's something completely different. Like if it's like a one minute short of us arguing over something, yeah, that reel should go on TikTok instagram and youtube shorts and then you'll see your analytics on three different things because you're hitting three different platforms tiktok you're hitting people who who want something silly and fun real quick instagram you're hitting people that just like scrolling on reels and they'll stop and listen and then youtube that's where you hit your sponsorship and your ad targeted dollars right so but but and that's cool but i'm i'm and maybe we're saying the same thing but i'm thinking like some hilarious exchange that we've had or some right. something something people you know recognize us for and then taking that taking that segment and then putting it on those other we can but that doesn't we can do that but it doesn't trend as well as just creating I got it you. for that i got you yeah. i got you so yeah once so, you get yeah that. definitely both i think i think we should have both but i see what you're saying like marketed it constructed for that is better is yeah. the better way to go got you because i'll tell you right now tiktok is not giving the creator fund money so I think TikTok is really to gain supporters and funnel them over to YouTube where you'll get um, ad dollars. Yeah. And then once you get the ad dollars, you'll start getting sponsorships from random places like Subway. Eat fresh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, we can't forget that. Who owns TikTok? Are they self-owned? Uh, yeah, they're owned by the Chinese. That sounded real What's racist. The- <laughs> Those people. <laughs> Who, but yeah, but like, do you know the corporation? It TikTok is owned by a Chinese internet entrepreneur Zhang Yang Yiming, born April first, nineteen eighty three. Hey, <laughs> so that's not all right. So that's a um, private. That's a private company. Okay, I think it, well, it may be the clock app. He founded BitDance in two thousand twelve. Developed the news at news agitator Toro Ti and the video sharing platform TikTok, known as Douyin, formerly known as Musically.ly. Huh. Uh, Interesting. 
So it's owned by BitDance. So if you you can probably buy stock in BitDance if you want. BitDance? Actually, no. As an American, we are not allowed to buy stock in that company. Wait, 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 wait. Why? It's, it's not. It's not. It's not on the public market on the U.S. stock stock market. Is that the problem? Oh, it does have an IPO. Oh, it does. Yes, it's BitDance IPO. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, oh man, the signal. Hold on, let me log into my into my E Trade account. So maybe I can put in. Oh no, it's a private company still. So. <laughs> Dang, I was about I was about to throw five hundred at it. Dang. After you, let me stop. This is what I get in trouble for being snarky. I want to behave. What? What's wrong? I am being nice. There's no no angry Chris t- Chris on this podcast. No angry Chris. But you still don't. Um, I, I don't. I don't think you understand. Like I do. As long as you're you. As long as you're. As long as you're you. That's you know that's what's important. A lie from the pits of hell. Moving on to our next time. <laughs> well, look. Well, look. L. L. I think we should dig in, man. We should dig into that topic, man. You know what I'm talking about. I know, but give me a second. Okay. All right. All right. Because that needs to be discussed because that, like, it truly shows, like, where we are in the 21st century that we have 21st century problems now. Chris, can you do me a favor? Sure. Um... Can you go into the boardroom and I'll ex- I'll explain to everyone uh, what I just meant by that. So, folks, uh, I'm going to be posting a video. Uh, not even a video. Uh, not yet. Anyway, working on that part. But I'll be posting a picture later on our social media on a, something that we are currently working on because we are looking to bring you that YouTube content. But uh, we're going to be talking about YouTube today. But, Chris, since we were talking about Instagram, mm-hmm. I think we can put all clips on Instagram if I just shorten them or we figure out a way to do it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, I'm in the boardroom. Look at. Click on the board. Why is there a, a, a go kart in here? Oh, that's my go kart, I think. About to take it. All right. You see anything written on the board? <laughs> what the fudge? Fudge sickle. Wait, Rob. let's see. So, oh my God. Rob, wait, wait, wait. How did my name get brought up all I'm of a not, sudden? Oh, I'm taking a picture of this. I don't know. Hold on. Let me take a look at the. Let me take a look at the board. You see can't, what you. Well, did I shut the door behind me? No. Oh well. Let me leave so you can see it. All right, so I'm on the board now. Let's see. The, let's see I what's did. going on. Let's see what it says. All right, it says. Uh, now, who put this? Big Rob's plan to. Oh, okay. They changed it to up his custom dildo making business. Oh, wow! And it looks like on the spirit board. Steps one: Reach out to Pornhub. Step two: Upload video of myself on OnlyFans. Step three: Offer discount for buy one dildo, get the second one twenty five percent off. And then it's step four: Beg community for seed money in exchange for private shows. You want to tell us something, Rob? So yes, I do want to tell you something. Uh, because originally on that board, 
because people do things like this to me was uh you know ways to ways to snipe uh lorenzo big rob's plan to snipe lorenzo so you know because so people you, keep so making you, dildo references to me you know you know that why? that's exactly why that's exactly why so now we know the truth stop the truth shall set you free my shackles are off take the shackles off my feet i want to dance okay mary mary yes so you admit to really trying to take me out look what Again. you did look, look no no look no 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 no, no no but you had that on the board you put that on the board so you weren't taking the shot at me when that, you- i didn't put that on the board i went into that room and somebody was talking about dildo like rob's plan for dildo no 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 don't try to don't try to ignore what i'm asking you you went in that room and what did you put on that board you know, you know, I'm tired, man. You know, I get tired. That's why you got kicked. My out memory, the room again. you know, so my, anyway, you know, my memory is bad. So anyway, moving on. Since Big Rob's memory is obviously bad, I just would like to say, if we are doing this route, no, 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 no. This this is completely different. I have a better vision than this. And why is OnlyFans involved? No, no, and no, double no, no, triple no, 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 no. Like this is. I didn't process like asinine. I, yeah idea plan it will it will will not work like even though i did have a new plan which i will share here because someone can steal it since so many men are are like no longer dating humans um because they're horrible allegedly this is not the words of chris it is the words of chris i want to make a jerk off box Mm. and it will have okay so the the cheap the cheap one would have three pairs of tube socks red no not red i hate red white black and gray with a specialty sensual massage lotion and gelled oil with um a little thing for your pleasure and you can have that for 29.99 or you can upgrade to 79.99 and get a pocket pee with the three pairs of socks for cleanup because you know obviously having wet wipes don't ever help or you can get like very nice wet wipes scented with bergamot and maybe a little lavender and honey and yeah still a little special thing i can't say and the sensual oil handcrafted to add to the bo- the gel body oil you're welcome so i uh, i think a good idea for that idea would be to probably just contact Pornhub. Well, Pornhub doesn't do toys. That's where you fail. Yet. They don't, they're not going to. Oh, they don't do, oh, no, they don't do No, you have the, to contact places like Lilo or um, Adam and Eve. Oh, gotcha. Or um, the, the California Hollywood Exotics. Um, what's the other place? There's so many wonderful places. I Are there any black-owned toy places out there if it is hit me up perv perfection playground so that's a baltimore yeah, one yes, yeah, yes yes um yeah can we can we get no into you a, started this can Big we get Bob into a top, to, i didn't start this yeah, you started this talking no. about your platypus i don't know how your Plat- wife is going to so handle look, this so look i didn't even see the branch of the other steps or whatever all i saw was my name big rob and dildo and i stopped right there i didn't like, want to i didn't want i didn't want to read past that okay and why is it buy one get a second one that is a lot of a lot of flamingos that fire starters that's it's a shame it's a shame i'm just saying i think we should you know what you know i think we should get into a topic that's, okay 
Can we get a suicide? So, every single time mm-hmm. you start some shit, you know I'm going to respawn. So, how about you stop trying to take silent shots? Silence. Like writing something on the board and then thinking I won't go in there and change it. No. Yeah, because that's just what happened. So, now, now that. Maybe somebody shouldn't have kicked me out the house. What hmm? house? What are you talking about? Oh, we got about? a logo up. This is so cool. <laughs> All right. So oh, I didn't even realize I was kicked. I was kicked kicked out again. I just want you to come up with a better plan for sex toys. That's all I'm asking for. All right. You know what? Yeah, bro. I'll come okay. up with a better plan for sex toys. No, 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 no. Leave it to the person We're not who doing, likes this. We're not doing this. I, I really want to move on now. <laughs> I really, I really would like to get into a topic. That we can discuss So one of the biggest topics that um, Hit this week Which Gosh how to even tackle this Because there's also been updates So um, we were talking about FN Mecca And for those Of you Who are not familiar Sony had signed Their first virtual artist and AI artists, AI, AI artists, yeah. yeah. Even according to Hip Hop DX, we'll use them as reference. Virtual rapper FM Mecca uh, had signed, you know, was signed by Sony. Now, <laughs> eh, when this happened, of course, there was definitely some blowback. So, our article was now then up. Virtual rapper and the virtual rapper FN Mecca was dropped. Right? Now, mind you, this is a process with this because first we were talking about a, uh, you know, virtual AI rapper. And this AI rapper did, so nobody wrote lyrics for this rapper. The lyrics were generated from an algorithm that somebody that somebody produced. Mm-hmm. Program. Right, correct. But this yeah, yeah. The story definitely gets uh, more interesting. Yeah. So, right. Um, of course, people wasn't feeling it. You know, there's a virtual rapper. You know, who's he created by? Right. A lot of shit got started with that. And Sony dropped this virtual rapper. Right. No. And I'm sorry. Got to go back. Capital Records dropped this virtual rapper. Article starts out Virtual rapper FN Mecca Has spoken out after being dropped by Capitol Records Now The article that I happen to be reading Is This Virtual rapper FN Mecca blames racist reporters For being dropped How is that possible? It's an AI <sighs> but this is like how people be talking about how black people are racist, and I'm like, no, we're prejudiced, not racist, because there's no system in place where we can stop you from getting your money or living anywhere or living your life without fear. Idiots. So, mind you, people were already people were already uh, pissed, and of course, Capitol Records is like, all right, you know what? Let's dial it back. So, this article then goes up. Uh, but um, it's a couple But the main thing is And I'll clear this up Because mind you I'm rusty It's been a minute <laughs> But Virtual rapper Of course people are pissed Like how dare you make a 
you know, marker of a culture? How is it that you got this AI that is just casually dropping the N-bomb. N-bomb? Yeah, yeah. You know, when real, like, real humans, rappers, black men are getting locked up for their lyrics. Like, how dare you do this shit? Mm-hmm. So, Capitol Records responded by dropping uh, the robot. And it was, of course, reported. And going back to the article here, it was reported last week that Capital signed the AI robot following its explosive independent success on TikTok. The digital rapper had garnered over a billion views and accrued 10 million followers on TikTok alone, making it the number one virtual being on the platform. In days that followed, the label received significant backlash, especially from the black community, for signing the virtual rapper powered by artificial intelligence, leading to capital cutting ties with FN Mecca. CMG has severed ties with FN Mecca with the FN Mecca project effective immediately, the label relayed in a statement. We offer our deepest condolences to the black community for our insensitivity in signing this project without asking enough questions about the the equity and creative process behind it. We thank those who have reached out to us with constructive feedback in the past couple of days. Your input was invaluable as we came to the decision to end our association with the project. The virtual rapper looks to have now responded to being dropped after YouTuber Jarvis Johnson reached out on social media to offer his support after hearing the news. Hey fam, I just heard the news. You'll bounce back from this stronger than ever, Johnson wrote in his message to FN Mecca. In the screenshot from an apparent reply from the rapper, Mecca replied, Thank you, Jarvis. Honestly, it's algorithms controlling people. FN Mecca is made by a black lady and an Asian guy with a black voice. Racist reporters just want to report clickbait. Now, Here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing. So he's yeah. lying, but go ahead. Here's the thing. Another article comes up because you know I stay with my music business stuff. Yes, yes. Digital music news reported. Human voice of Effin Mecca says he wasn't paid a dime after creators ghosted him. Not only that, it's a black man. Yeah. So I get so you know when we talk about people not getting paid, we're talking about the producers of FN Mecca, not F, because FN Mecca is not real, right? So let's let's break this down <laughs> so for everybody. It, it, it's yeah. a little yeah yeah everybody that's listening to this and like you know you know what the what's the deal? Hang on, because I'm actually going to I'm gonna pause the the music for a hot second because I just want to run this back. All right, so check it. You have a robot, mm-hmm. artificial intelligence, virtual, virtual character, character, avatar, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. It is created by two people. They decide that this is going to be a virtual rap artist. Mm-hmm. This virtual rap artist uses whatever is programmed into it to create songs, to come up with um, music based off of what it analyzed. They then went and had a black man do the voice mm-hmm. for 
that artificial intelligence basically they programmed his voice into you know into it and the whole nine. Yes. Now, what's crazy is that he comes out later and says, "Yeah, I wasn't going to talk about it because I was going to wait until that money was up, mm-hmm. and then I was coming after that ass." Right. But he decided to talk about it earlier than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So while this article surfaces, FN Mecca basically blaming racist reporters, you then got somebody saying, yeah, you haven't paid me. So let's talk about that. Now, I was all over, I was all over the place when I saw that a virtual rapper was being signed to a label and the argument that people made about how fucked up it is that you had this artificial intelligence uh this this program this robot whatever you want to call basically dropping the n-word and everything like that and just how disrespectful it is i ride with that 100 percent. i ride with it because but i don't think people seem to understand and this is usually this is usually always from the outside of the community hip-hop it's a culture Mm -hmm. it's a culture rock has this culture yes so does hip-hop hip-hop has a culture Mm -hmm. you know and whether or not you agree with how rappers sound these days the beats they choose the production whatever it's a culture and whether or not you agree that whatever period of this culture you're from, whether or not you agree with the new school, whether you're old school, right? Everybody is still very much in this culture, right? There's always the argument about people being outside of the culture if they're guests in hip hop, because that's a whole discussion too, right? Right. I've always Which pers- one that we had, yes. This is if the, if it has not been apparent from what we've seen over years decades this is a culture that you just don't waltz in and do some shit so when somebody decides to make a virtual rapper it's first and foremost you're going to have people looking at it like this shit is not cute there's some people that really it is like rap is what i do like hip, like hip-hop is what i live rap is what i do there's people who live by that shit Okay. There's, you know, just like there's people who live and die by the sword when there's gangster rap. Right. That's not life. Because the the thing that gets me right now is that, yeah, rap lyrics, they're using this in Rico cases. Right. So, you're like, the last thing anybody wants is to be like, yo, I'm just trying to tell my life story. I'm trying to tell my brother's story. He got locked up because he was doing this down the third and he was doing it to survive. Meanwhile, there's a virtual rapper that doesn't live any kind of life, but they made up a story for it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's going to be okay. Cause they know who's coming for, who's going to come for FN Mecca. So aside, so, aside from a, 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 a CIA who believes FN Mecca might be also selling government seat. Cause that's the only thing I can think about. <laughs> so let me ask a, a question on that because i'm still on the fence i haven't really made up my mind about how i feel about mecca yet what do we know of the background of the developers like their like their background story is there any is there any tie between 
their story that was somehow infused into FN Mecca that would that would might legitimize Whoa. what this character is doing. I do not like the fact that I just try to look up FN Mecca and this happened. Anonymous technical data disclosure. Thank you for installing custom search tool. We use anonymous technical data in order to improve the experience. Of the- I didn't install anything. Can we co- Whoa. So FN Mecca is leading to <laughs> malware? <laughs> what the fudge? But, oh. did, you, did you maybe oh. click on something uh, prior? Mm-mm. Yeah, but, but, I, but I'm, interested, I'm interested to know that. Because in my, in my personal opinion, if FN Mecca was created, like, let's say, like, let's say Wu-Tang got involved in the creation of FN Mecca, right? Right. Would we still be having this same discussion? Or we would just say, oh, that's cool that they did that. I'm not sure. I do know that I am not a fan of it because FN Mecca reminds me of... Um, XXX Tentacion. Tentacon. Tentacoin. Tentacion. Oh, Tentacion. Okay. Yeah, but in like a non, at least with XXX, his, in my opinion, he was rapping from real life experience and it made logical sense to me. What experience? He's just pulling from the experience as an AI that he can gather off of open source information and that's my other question what is this open source information how expansive is it so it's like imagine you have a bot it goes to twitter and it specifically searches out black males and see what they're tweeting about and then it specifically sorts out black males between the ages of 21 and 25 Mm -hmm. and then it it keeps filtering until it is a, a niche market to be able to target that demographic and talk about police brutality, hanging out with your friends, dealing with um, people who don't love you, not feeling love, and using the N-word. So it's really pulling from the experience of whoever tweets on Twitter. Now, that's just an example. Okay. So um, it said that the executives... All I have is that the executive that... um. The execs behind FN Mecca resigns. I did not create FN Mecca, nor do I ever claim to. See, and that's the thing. It's like. (sighs) It was created in 2019 by Anthony Martini and Brandon Lee. So Anthony Martini and Brandon Lee created this. Both co-founders of Factory New. But so what is this? So is. I'm. I'm thinking, should we be pointing a finger at them when it when the sourcing is just what's out there? Now, this is from digitalmusicnews.com from August 26, 2022. And Anthony Martin, Martin is distancing himself from FN Mecca and the Factory New, released an official statement. After much consideration, I've decided to sever tie, all ties with FN, FN Mecca and Factory New, effective immediately. The lengthy statement begins, I joined the, the Factory New team in early 2020 because I am truly passionate about the future of digital media and felt my background could fulfill Mecca's potential in the music industry. It became apparent that I should have done more diligence before joining. In the past few days, I've learned of Kyle the Hooligan's experience with Mecca, it, which is deeply at odds with my core values. I believe that... Sh- 
artist must always be at the center of the creative process and must be compensated fairly. Kylie H- Hooligan is a black man that they had FN Mecca's voice is based off of. Okay. The statement continues. Okay. Um, to explain, he's, he was the voice of FN Mecca. Kyle was never paid a dime for his work on the virtual rapper and the creators ghosted him after his input. Okay. So I don't know. I'm a, you know, I'm of the opinion that this might not be. I mean, this might not be fair to FN to F to the FN Mecca program. Honestly, so Brandon Lee is. If this is the, no, they're showing me Bruce Lee's son. Never mind. So my problem with this is that I don't. The AI, let's let's be real. I don't think the AI is at fault because the AI was programmed to look at algorithms. That's what I'm saying. Right? And to research things right. and then take that data and display it and, and, and basically output it based on what it found and what it was designed to do. Yeah, it's like a yeah, yeah, it's like a spreadsheet. It's a program. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a program. it's a program. Yeah, right. I blame the creators though, because mm-hmm. the thing is, this AI wouldn't know what to do if it if it wasn't programmed. So you're saying it shouldn't have been created in the first place? I'm saying that if we're going to be mad at anybody, we'd be mad at the creators. I don't think it. You're right. I don't think it should have been created in the first place because I draw the line there. But that's just me, right? Because I understand that there is a market for virtual entertainers. There has been one for quite a while. There's virtual YouTubers, because that's a thing. And we're going to talk about this today. Um, you know, because this is, this, we'll segue into YouTube, but there's a couple things. Mm-hmm. There is a lot in this space, this digital space these days, where creators are doing different things one of those things is making ai um you know programs that people can interact with in this case it's music where people are creating virtual artists they are creating um entertainers youtubers and people go into these channels like the the channels that this this content is uploaded to they interact with it f and mecca was on tiktok people was interacting with it yeah you know and it's something that whether we like it or not it's going to happen because there's a market for it yeah now do i think that market you know that that market should tap into hip-hop do i think virtual artists is a thing for hip-hop honestly no, I don't like it, but does that mean that it's not going to happen? Because so, people yeah. are going to do it because, yeah. again, there's a market. Yeah, and yeah. should people be able to enjoy it? Absolutely. It's not my <laughs> my cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea, but I can appreciate it for those who are interested in this thing. Yeah. Because yeah. me personally, I'd be a total freaking hypocrite to say no Fuck that, you can't. Now, I understand why, because this is the hip-hop culture, so that's my reasoning. Yeah, yeah. However, I would hate to ignore this when I see it as an opportunity for those who are in hip-hop. 
to make virtual images of themselves if they want that's what i was because we got nfts for crying out loud Mm -hmm. so whether we like it or not because i'm pretty sure there are people who would be like yeah oh i agree fuck it this is hip-hop we don't need that virtual shit but then at the same time it's hard to ignore the fact that this could happen anyway it is happening because f and mecca won't be the last somebody's going to think that's an idea. Let me take and do it better. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to have, it's going to be black owned. And then, and that's what it's going to be. Because listen, we already had Coachella. Coachella, when like you go to Coachella and they decide to have like Pac, like, you know, like rapping, they put something together like virtual. So yeah, the idea, like, do I, do I, I like these things? Because I look at hip hop like, man, that's sick, right? I understand it. I get it. But I also know that this new wave of energy mm-hmm. is going to change things around us, whether it is music, the content we interact with. And when you really think about it, it's scary. Yeah, yeah. Let me say, I, you know, now that I've been listening to you and, and I read the article a little bit myself, my opinion has changed a, a little bit because, like you said, hip hop is very culture specific. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's you know, a lot of its origins are from stories of struggle and pain that for better or worse, this AI picked up and then basically manufactured uh, a synthetic version of that. Yes. So I believe that people should be more responsible when diving into a culture that they, you know, I don't say they won't, they don't fully understand it, but, you have to be more responsible and take care of what you're putting out there. Yes. And because of the risk, because of the nature of hip hop, you're going to run across a lot of, you know, a lot of a, a lot of specific stories that people tell that should that, you know, that should be respected more and it shouldn't be processed in the way that it's processed. Now, having said that, I think the general idea works better in a different vessel so if you put this you know if you made like a metal concert from this if you made you know you know you know classic rock whatever i think it would be better i think we would be having the same com- conversation if it was like if it was like reggae too you know what i mean uh, absolutely, anything, absolutely anything that's very specific to a certain type of culture that shouldn't be taken for that shouldn't granted, be taken yeah. for granted. Absolutely. So, yeah, I do see that. Now, I'm, I'm going to throw you a curveball. And I'm going to throw you a curveball. Oh, Chris, I'm sorry. Did you have something you want to add? I would like to say I don't. I think we shouldn't just say any music. Because culturally, people who love emo, heavy metal, classic rock, and I only know this because of trivia, they are very, very protective. Like, they would, honestly, they would have sued. They would have shut it down. The, Holly, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame would have shut an AI rock and roll down because yeah. they are very protective so the question is why aren't we like protective of our stuff even more Go so, ahead. so so when rob made the statement and it was like you know other cultures like i you know other music genres i agree with, like with that maybe try some but then i also thought that it's kind of like hey here's the situation we're done with it 
boom, it's on your table now. And then I think the people within those communities, as Chris said, would then pick it up and say, no, we're not doing this. And it just would have kept going through different musical genres until somebody is either like, look, we're with it or we're not. But to be honest, to be really honest, um, I think that if this is the route that people want to go, they want to create virtual artists, um, then you have to you have to really pay attention to the genre that this this right. artist this creation would be in. Yeah, I think that is something that is very 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 important but where i said i would be a hypocrite is because well i can't see like in a virtual artist in hip-hop i can't i couldn't i can't follow with that right you know what anybody ever heard of hassan and miku i feel like i want to say yes okay so this is why when I told Rob, I was like, we're going to talk about this is because for some of our listeners, I'm pretty sure they are, they are familiar, but I'm going to pull up. And after you do that, I got something I I, I want to share too, if I can find it. Okay. So there was a program called vocal, a vocaloid. Okay, this program allow it it basically it is a program that allowed you to make it take a character and this character could be animated to dance to sing. Mm-hmm. Okay? And this program itself uh got popular because there is a singer by the name of Hatsune Miku. Okay. Hatsune Miku let me pull the stats up. All right. Facts. Hatsune Miku, she is a singing voice synthesizer featured in over 100,000 songs released worldwide. Hatsune Miku means the first sound of the future. Facts, over 100,000 songs uh, released songs, over 170,000 uploaded YouTube videos, over 1 million created artworks over 900,000 fans on Facebook performing sold out 3d concerts worldwide with performances in LA Taipei Hong Kong Singapore and Tokyo corporate collaborations with uh, Sega Toyota Google and more now if you're an anime fan chances are You've come across there. You probably, if you own the Switch or PlayStation, you've probably seen the video games. There's people that would actually, that actually do attend the concert. And she's all started by like a, a Vocaloid program. So, let me see. 
Now, so this is AI. Is this AI or this is so just a crea- program? It was is created by. Uh, it's a created by. She's a Vocaloid, and the Vocaloid was a software that, if you really had the time and dedication to learn it, mm-hmm. you could make a character your choice in the within that software, and then write the music, and then choreograph the the dance moves to the songs. You name it. So, uh, I'm trying to find one that is, that is really, that, that I listen to, a, that I, I personally listen to a lot of played in the game, because I actually do own one of the games. I actually like the game. It's a rhythm game. In fact, for those of you that's been around one, you might have seen where there's a rhythm game, and the way it is, you have to press the corresponding buttons, and there's virtual characters dancing. There's an actual arcade game. Yes. You know, so like this is this is definitely a thing. And people would go to the concert. Now, the thing is, because we're saying AI and all that, the difference is because there's a team behind Hasani Miku that creates the music. They work with artists and they program, you know, the that music and the choreography into this program. Okay. So when it comes to F and Mecca, the difference is F and Mecca is, you know, AI. It's created to search out music and generate everything. Mm-hmm. So it's less hands-on than it would be with uh, Hatsani Miku. And the reason I draw that comparison is because, again, there's a market. There has been a market, just not one that was, it's just never crossed the hip-hop. In fact, I'm going to say that when all this started, if people want to know well, how this got started, when people decided to make, you know, virtual rappers or entertainers, like, well, it's been there. The first one that I learned of was Hatsune Miku. Somebody might have did something before that. But then there's also YouTube. YouTube actually has, um, if you not that they created, but if you go on YouTube, there are virtual streamers. Yes, it is. So it's... it's I follow one of them. So now it's like... Holy shit. So now we got virtual streamers. We got virtual artists. You know? We have a virtual influencer known as Little Mikel. M-I-Q-U-E-L-A. And let me just tell you how crazy the drama is. A few years ago, she she said she was sexually assaulted. Hmm. This is a CGI creator influencer saying that she was sexually assaulted. Then she started beefing drama with another one. And she was crying because she was like, oh, they're going to shut me down. Nobody loves me. And like literally the drama. And here's the thing. Where does she get this from? Mm-hmm. And how problematic is it? Because to say I was sexually assaulted, that means you're gathering information of all the women that is in your demographic and your algorithm. Who, who was brave enough to say, I've been hurt. Mm. And now you're saying it. Why are you saying it? Like, yeah. you're, you're a CGI created AI. Right. What the F? What's your sourcing? <laughs> not just what, why would, even as a creator, why wouldn't they say, whoa, that's not appropriate. Yeah, that yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, Lawrence is, so Lawrence is playing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Thanks for using the government. But oh, oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, my bad. Yeah, anyway, yeah, I wanted to so I wanted to show you the video because here you have a concert where people showed up to watch Hatsune Miku perform. Right 
Now, there are fans that are like, she's real, you know, but that's the whole thing. The, the, the thing is that you have a program. Through this program, there was what you have known as a vocaloid, a character that was created, has music. People love it. People will go to a concert to 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 watch her perform, mm-hmm. right? And do I do I think this is cool? Honest, honestly, I was just always a fan. I was just a fan, really, of the character. I like the games. I like playing the games, and I'm I would be lying if I said I wasn't a fan. I am. So, to me, the CFN Mecca, it was like. Okay, this is just weird. This is just really like this is a what a rapper, a virtual rapper. This is crazy. Yeah. But at the same time, oh, there she I is. I had to I had to let this I had to let it slide cuz it's like, well, bro, this is not new. It might just be new and like, you know, them trying to break it into the hip hop scene, but right. the overall concept is not new. Not at all. So, I think for anyone who wants to go into this space, you want to do this. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a way to do it. Obviously, you can't just have an AI just sourcing music, sourcing artists and actual stories. Just as Christine said, hey, you have a whole AI that is talking about a very sensitive subject and making itself a victim. When it's like, how the fuck? Like... It shouldn't, so, be, yeah, some, it shouldn't be marketed that way. Right. You shouldn't be, yeah. Unless, unless that was Morse code for, hey, somebody hacked me because they put in a... They put in like some kind of malware. That could be it. But again, that's not how that should be translated. Like, yeah, right. You, right. You should be able to tell that this is going to sound crazy. If you are doing any type of programming and I know programming is a lot more complicated and detailed, but I know you can put parameters in to say, don't do this. Yeah. Like, you might not be able to control everything, but I do know one thing you can put parameters in saying, this except this and like yeah like you yeah, use yeah, that exactly. logic pattern so why wasn't like again i get it you want her you in my head it's like okay you want this ai to be relatable and people to say oh my god i can relate oh my god this is so amazing she's just like me but the thing about it is is like saying the sexual assault that's not something you want to relate like that's not something that ai should relate to the empathy and that's the problem. Everyone forgets that empathy is a hum- a very human trait, and you cannot program empathy because right. empathy comes off either disingenuous or not. I don't want to say narcissistic. That's another word. Um, egotistical. This AI cannot understand the power lost and the damage done mm-hmm. from that type of violence. Right. But to say it, it's like, excuse my language. There's no ethical, but, yeah, there's no ethical boundaries. None at all. And then that's when I'm like, this is why when the AIs come out, take over, psh, y'all, y'all in trouble. Y'all right. in real trouble. No, we're in real trouble when the AI makes the AI. Which has been done several times. So then who's responsible? Huh? Who do we blame then? Listen, once, <laughs> once, if AIs and in intent is start making the AIs and the hacking, we are in full trouble, and there is no way we can be in a digital mark, a digital space anymore. We're back to the dark ages. We're going to have to give up everything and just communicate with smoke signals. It became self-aware. That is, isn't that August the whole twenty eighth, <laughs> two thousand twenty two. In the panic, we tried to pull the plug. Uh, that, the Terminator. <laughs> that is how this starts. And the Matrix. 
Yeah. So to basically to wrap it up, if you're getting into this, if you're getting into this space, you need to be hands on. You need to make sure that if you're going to create a virtual streamer entertainer Mm -hmm. that you are making sure you put these safeguards in and doing your best to make sure that this thing doesn't end up being offensive or decide to go ahead and take over everything and destroy your life in the process and then go for world domination because apparently y'all don't pay enough attention to sci-fi films that's yeah Yeah, we've been doing this since the dawn of time we've been telling these stories to you right also Thanks for giving Rockstar something to put in GTA 6. Because I'm really thinking this is going to be like some kind of side mission now. It I really do. It has to be. But no, I also, just. Also, mm-hmm. FMECA probably could get a part in uh, GTA 6. That would be dope. Because the, the irony was, yo, if this was in the video game, I wouldn't have been offended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dang, they basically. Like, <laughs> like, you think. Think about it, like. Somebody probably turned around and made FM Mecca to run around GTA on, online. I'm willing to bet you there's somebody that is running around and they character, they made it look like FM Mecca. You know, oh my God, two things. For one, sci- this is a, a thing that all scientists talk about. Not all scientists, most scientists um, talk about is science fiction is just science fact in the progress of happening. Everything science fiction based Put has... Put the money all- in the weed man's pocket has almost all came to pass and it's really based on how detailed science fiction is and also fan- some of the fantasy stuff 1985 the burning of books the bringing people back to where they don't like understand life we're not talking about that or having people move into virtual realities to escape the real world because the real world is so effed up number two so here's your video game concept and you, this is what you're going to do you're going to contact three abp at get at what's, what's our email i guess that's how rusty we are. It's get at three com, and you're going to contact us because we're going to develop a game story for FNM Mecca with Rockstar Games, and we will give you all get you all the money in 2024. Yep, contact us. We can develop this game. Y'all developers will work on it. We write the story background. I'm telling you, it's beautiful. It's amazing. You're going to win game of the year. I promise you. Uh, and I want to get that hundred thousand dollars for this idea. Are we doing that corporate shilling? Is that what this is called? Like, because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I know uh, what I'm doing. Hey, Rockstar, come talk to or oh, Bethesda. Bethesda Games. Oh, oh, oh no, oh, no, no, no. Why Bethesda, do I feel not, like not Jeff Bethesda. Goldblum Bethesda. in Jurassic Beth- Park right now? Bethesda is exactly because Bethesda is exactly how we get bugs. You don't want bugs in your game? Then don't no Bethesda. No Bethesda. Okay. You know why? Because there's one single person who saves their ass every single time they release a goddamn game because yeah. he turns around and fixes all the fucking bugs in the shit. I hope they're giving that person a million dollars a year or more. People were so interested to think if we could, they didn't stop to think if we should. Listen, I, I am thinking if we should, and I think we should get this money and become a billionaires, and just go ahead and thwart Jeff, not Goldblum, the other man, because I love Jeff Goldblum. You, you Bezos, that's it. You think that uh, race of Velociraptors, all female, will simply breed? No, I'm saying that life finds a way. What? Well, hey, you want to hear something <laughs> real crazy? Technically and theoretically, there's been several scientists. Who have like came out with papers saying that the only reason men were created was to preserve genetic material because women probably were first and women probably was um, was creating each other asexually for a while 
And then it got to the point where we was like, well, we do have to save a subsection of genes. Hence why males were developed. I wouldn't argue with that. You don't hear any arguments from me about that. I know I don't, but there's people out there that says that men carry life and that like the sperm is the only reason that like life continues. And I was like, Oh my God. I just had a Ricky Lake flashback when she would talk about this back from the nineties. It takes two to tango. Oh, stop it. So, uh, moving on. Yes. Uh, That was that was the the biggest that was the biggest thing that uh, I knew we were going to be talking about. Um, what's next on the What's next on the whole topic list? So we had some interest. Well, actually, I have something I would like to share about my encounter, my near death encounters from my Deep Creek trip. First of all, I almost died. I'm glad you are here. I'm glad yes. you you and Jazz are safe. Yes, I think we need to hear what happened first. Well, not said not being shady. I need to I need to understand how this was a near death so I can say, oh my god, Rob, I'm so sorry. Or, Rob, what the hell? Because I didn't want to be mauled by a bear. Oh my god, Rob, I'm so glad that you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now hold on. I, I- I like how you had the either or set up. So when you said he's like, oh, oh my God, I'm so glad you're okay. It's kind of like, and for Rob, that was a moment for me. This is a Tuesday. Like, yeah. Like, really? Could, could you, could you, I'm sorry. Could we do a take two? Could you put a little bit more, a little bit more energy into that? I need to see a little <laughs> bit more. Like, I, I need it to be believable. Okay. But, Oh my God, Rob! I'm glad you're okay. That was not a that, that was a question. Okay, that, that's that a little a question. Now, now, did you take? Did you hire this bear? <laughs> like, did you say he's going to be I a guess, deep creek? I, guess. I can finally take him out. Get that bear. I need that Rob, bear's. I need that bear's social media. <laughs> by the way, since you were trying oh, to snipe at me, uh, plural, I need that. plural. Plurals. Bears. Bears? Bears. Okay, oh, I need their bears. social media so, their contact info. So, we gotta hear this. So what'd so, you do to the poor bears? He didn't do anything. He probably wasn't so, too close. Go ahead. So I was in so for those that don't know, I was in Deep Creek, Maryland, uh, for a five day vacation. And during this vacation, we said it was a good idea to go down, you know, to walk around the lake. Now we've done this plenty of times, so me and Mike said, well, you know what? Instead of going to the lake, how about we go onto the forest trails? Because we've never been there before. Okay. Now, on this, now on the uh, uh, map that you see, you know, it says possibility of bear encounter. Now, we didn't really think twice about this because, look, I've been on plenty of trails. I went to Yosemite National Park, you know, uh, many different parks around here. They've said, oh, there's possibility of bears. Never saw a bear. Not worried about it. So on the map, there's three trails, the, the, the lower, mid, middle, and top. We said, we're just going to combine all of them because we want to save time. So we're going to go deep into the woods. So it was me, it was me, my, it, it was me, my wife, and a good friend of mine. Yes, you already said this friend's name, but continue. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. So... 
Uh, so my wife's in front. I'm in the middle, and Mike is in the, is is in the back, taking his time. Mm-hmm. And we're walking, and we go, and we're on the red path. Every time you see a red, like there was like a little red paint on a, on a tree, you're on you're on the right path. So we went from so we went from red, which which was at the bottom, to blue, which was deep in the woods. And the road started getting rougher and harder to go through because oh, by the way, I should also mention this: not a single other soul was on these trails to be seen from anywhere, so no one can hear you scream. It Horror was, movie in the it, making. It was just us. It was just us three. So. When we get on the blue path, uh, all of a sudden, my wife says, oh, my God, that's a bear. And I look up. She saw one bear. I saw I saw two cubs. You, they were cubs? They oh, were cubs. So as we all know, if you have little cubs around, mama ain't too far away. So these two bears, now they're standing like, I'll say maybe 200 feet away from us. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at us like, what the hell are you doing in my forest? And we're looking at them. And then Jasmine's like, I'm turning around. I say, yep, let's turn around. Mike, on the other hand, needs to analyze the situation. No. And for 20 seconds, he said he didn't see the bears. He only heard about him. So he's stopping to think. We're like, Mike, let's go. Thank you. Yes. We need to go. He's like, I don't see the bears. They're there. Trust me. Trust me. I'm your friend. I don't want to see anything happen to you. Let's go. Right. So eventually, so Jasmine's already halfway down, like a quarter mile away. Smart woman. I'm following her. Mike is taking his time as he does. So we go back. We're like, okay, you know, there's a little path that we can go. So we kind of finish our journey. We're like, no, we do not want to go any direction where we can encounter those bears. We have to turn around. So we turn around and we're on our way back. We're making good time. Every 10 seconds, we're looking around our shoulder. Are the bears following us? Are the bears following us? So far, so good. So we're like, all right. We're almost home. Let's relax. We escape the bears. We can see the road and the horizon. All right. Yes. Then right before we can get there. Oh, my God. There's another one. And it's huge. (coughs) Mama found us. Oh, fuck. And you're still here. And Mama was a lot closer than the cubs were. Do you know how fast? Now, for those that don't know, bears can run over 30 miles per hour. The fastest runner on this planet, which was Usain Bolt, ran, I say, 26 miles an hour. So bears can run faster than the fastest person on the planet. Was looking at us. She was talking, y'all. So my wife, who is more courageous than I am, said... I'm taking a picture this time. I said I was going to take a picture <laughs> last time, and I didn't. I felt bad, so this time I'm going to take a picture. No. I, on the other hand, was like, people, 
we're cutting through the woods. Look, we're cutting because we can't go back now. We can't go forward. Cut through the woods. We can see the road. So I'm going through the woods. My wife takes the picture and goes through the woods. And guess what Mike is doing? Just guess. He's trying to touch the bear? No. Oh, thank God. He's analyzing the situation. <laughs> no! No, see, this is what... No. Listen, listen, listen. Is, 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 is Mike from Baltimore? Uh, well, not Baltimore, Baltimore. He's from Baltimore County. So he's from Maryland. We're not going to do this to each other. If you're from Baltimore, you understand the rules. There's a wild animal. Go home. Turn around. Remember that newscaster that saw the buffalo? And like, oh no, oh no. This is the this is a oh no, oh no. I got to go. We got to get the fuck out of here. Oh no. Yeah. This is that situation. Why are you analyzing? Why are you analyzing the situation? So like? while he's analyzing, uh, my wife, you know, you know, my my wife is hot tailing it. I'm hot tailing it through the woods. We make it to the road. We don't know where Mike is. We're just hoping and praying that he got enough. He had enough sense to get out of there in time. And fortunately, we got to the road. We 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 just there there were cars moving. We kind of darted through cars, made it on the other side of the road. We see the car in in the distance. Mike, come on! <laughs> all right, all right, I'm coming, I'm coming. So eventually, he catches up. We get in the car. Who's driving? I'm driving. I said, <laughs> get in the car. We're we're going. All right, we need to right, We need we need to put the GPS on. I said, no, we don't. We just need to go. Get in the car. We're going. What? I hit the gas and we hottail it out of Deep Creek Park. Oh my word! I am. I'm. I really am glad you're okay. Um, I'm sorry. And mind you, so later on, I find out because I told. So we immediately head to the to the liquor store. Yes, you know, that's all you can do at this point because I needed to escape reality. And I told the person, the uh, person, the retailer, my story. And he said, well, I can kind of understand if you're not from around these areas, why you would react that way. But in truth be told, he said, if you ever encounter a black bear, make yourself look three times as large and growl at it and it'll run away. Is what he said. That works on black bears. Keep in mind black that work bears. on black bears. That was a brown bear you saw. Grizzly bears, you're you're in the revenant. <laughs> listen, listen. There is a, a TikToker, now YouTuber, Instagrammer, who talks about animals, and he has talked about the multiple bear attacks and how bears in America will send you to meet your maker with no face your maker has to send you back down to earth to figure out who you are like i don't know who you are can we see your dental records oh yeah i got on two left here you go all right um just for based on a bear attack you could have been the worst person on the planet but we're gonna allow you to come into the pearly gates of heaven i just need to <laughs> let you know you're not allowed near everyone else um we don't want them to think they're in hell so you'll have this special section of paradise all to you and there are no snakes to tempt you to eat the forbidden fruit L, are you slap boxing with a bear? Not even on my best day. No. <laughs> like, no, no. I, I need I need people to understand that wildlife 
does not give zero fucks about you. Stop. If you see an animal that can punch a hole through your chest, run. Don't run. run. Actually, no, don't run. Power walk. That's what we did. Power walk. And I Power thought, walk away. Yeah, and I believe you're not supposed to turn your back on them. Oh yeah, we turned our backs, yeah. but we didn't know better. But we power we 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 power walked without looking like we were fearful and running. That's yeah. what we did. Yeah, but this um the the TikTok's name is Mamadua Nadai Nadaye, and all he does is go through all the like the most dangerous bears on every continent, not bears, but and the most dangerous animals on every continent. Like the different things, like he he has one about hamsters. That's really funny. Hamsters are technically only found in um the Middle East, Syria, Iraq. You said hamsters? Hamsters. They they are not real. They are really a wild animal that was domesticated, but hamsters are found in the Middle East. Wild hamsters. Wild hamsters. They still and they're exist. supposed to be dangerous. They're not dangerous. He just talks about. But he oh, talks about oh. all types of animals. Oh okay. Just all like right. the whole Freya situation. Listen. You humans killed another innocent animal that loved us a little bit too much. Y'all deserve all the global warming. F y'all. So what happened? So so where do bears rank? Uh, they're like number three. Number three. Okay. Yeah. Well, also, F, monkeys aren't to be f with. I ain't messing with no monkey, gorilla, chimpanzees. Those things eat people's faces, eat babies. They eat babies. They eat babies. They eat babies. Listen, I don't like. I don't mess with dolphins. I don't mess with bears, and I don't mess with chimpanzees. How you gonna mess with something that eats babies, human babies, for <laughs> oh. the hell of it? Oh, take t- one chimpanzee stole the baby off a of safari in Africa. They found him half eaten. So the chimpanzee ate half the baby. Was like, oh, this is disgusting, and left the left it to die. Oh. What kind of disgusting? Oh, oh. and then you, you, the baby. I'm so sorry. I'm really. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I'm very glad you're safe. I, Mike, Mike, stop. There's a, there's a time and a place Not with wild animals Don't analyze Get your ass in the car He's an attorney I think that's Built in his blood But Get yeah. your, You can't sue nature Are you gonna Is he gonna <laughs> sue Mother Nature Very true Yeah that's very true Mother Nature has yet to lose Against a lawsuit But I'm going back I'm, I, I, I told myself I'm not gonna be afraid Of forest the rest of my life I will go back to that forest And go through um, Preferably with a guide that knows what he or she's doing. Yes. 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 But that but that is my story. Oh man. <sighs> like I said, glad you are okay. <laughs> and no, I did not hire the bear to take him out. Okay. Bears. Chris. Bears. Plural. I didn't, I didn't. No, I, I no, I'm sorry. There were there were three bears total. So you have Mama Bear, Papa Bear, and the no, little bear. No, Mama Bear and two cubs. So you had the bear steam bears. Yes. Without the Papa. Exactly. He was he's on a, vacation. He was a rolling stone. He left them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let me stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's that was, why she was mad. <laughs> like, I'll show you. <laughs> Leaving me with these kids to raise. Bernstein was a rolling stone. <laughs> All right. So, um,. Yeah, I need I need I need people to stop fucking wildlife. <laughs> I just I keep thinking back to the Yosemite uh, article 
Where I was in Yosemite too, yeah. Yeah, people don't. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, people for some reason can't seem to adhere to the signs that says keep your distance, and then they try and get close to things like I don't know buffalo, and then the buffalo says the fuck you doing, and then they get yeeted into the air because they weren't paying attention. Yeah, I need people to stop. I, I need people to stop. But yeah, you know what? People aren't going to stop. People aren't going to stop, no matter what. I still remember when animals attack. Remember that? That special, I think it came out, what, like 97 or 98? Yeah. A long time ago? Yeah. And they just went, it's like. And you see that that deer tearing that guy up? He was like, I went into the woods. And, uh, you know, I was looking for deer. I put on some deer sand. I didn't think it was going to attack me. Why would you put on this? Like they're going to try to. No, I'm not going to say that because that's going to sound. And that bad. deer got up on its hind legs and was just going like that, just, just, just tearing them up, trying to get to that booty. Yeah, yeah. Deer spray? No, spray me with deer spray. Watch how fast I go right back home. Yeah. So we were talking about, uh, you know, FM Mecca and you know content creation and. In fact, uh, did we talk about what we were doing on here? Well, yeah, we we were talking about creating content. And as much as we are working on creating this content, we found something that we're really testing with. By the way, I actually was able to record uh, the test that we were doing. So I'm going to be chopping that down into a tiny little clip. And I guess sharing it with Twitter at some oh, point. Oh, nice. Did y'all go into the social area where you can play like chess and... And top four. Yeah, I I checked it out. And uh, so to recap, folks, we are working on uh, using a platform that's going to allow us to kind of record little avatars of ourselves uh, hanging out. And we are going to be hosting some of our podcasts that way. Uh, So or rather putting clips up on uh, YouTube. So that's something we figure we would do. Chris, do you think people would be able to see... Like what's on the blackboard if they if they went? Ah, uh, you know what? Actually, no, no, actually, no, they no, would no, be no. able to see what's on the blackboard. No, no, no. Because I don't think, the, I don't think they would. Yeah, oh, they, they would. Because I'm probably yeah. going to create that clip. No, no. I mean, I mean, I'm not worried about it. You know, you know. Why do I need to be worried about it? You know, you know, you know. Yeah, you, know, you, forgot, yeah. you, you, you forgot about your whole life. I think you can do it. I can. Well, I don't. I can. You forgot who pieced the video, the the subway, the subway video together. Moving yeah. on, yeah. So moving on. Um, <laughs> so YouTube is a, YouTube definitely, along with uh, a couple other platforms, seem to really do hate black people. And one of the biggest things that happened this past week was YouTuber Corey Kenshin called out YouTube for putting an age restriction on one of his videos. Age restriction. Age restriction. So he was playing the game. He was playing the game uh, where he uploaded the video of him playing this game. And if you check out his channel, hold on, because I'm going to give him a shout. So real quick, I'm actually actually going to, you know, give people a, a idea of what kind of vibe he's on, because I actually think he's pretty cool. So we're going to once again pause the music. 
and pull up one of his videos. So he was playing the game. I'm not. I got. I would have to pull up the video and see which one they got. It got age restricted. Restricted. But he calls YouTube out on it because he's like, okay, so help me understand something. Mm-hmm. Why does my video have an age restriction on it? Okay. He reached out to his his manager, you know, trying to figure it out. But he decided, he was like, "What is it about this content?" Because it had something in it that that's they whatever reason they gave him, he decided to look it up. The same content that was in his video mm-hmm. was in other people's video. Mm-hmm. Okay, Markiplier, who's a really big YouTuber, mm-hmm. also was playing the same game. Uploaded his content. There's no age restriction. However, Corey Kenshin, there's an age restriction. So he reaches out to his manager, getting questions. They, you know, getting on YouTube, reaching out to YouTube. So YouTube drops the age restriction. Okay. On the video. But then, okay. Corey's like, wait a minute. So he, because Corey was surprised. He thought they was just going to go and age restrict everybody else's video too. Right. Nah, 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 nah. That's not what happened. And he was shocked about that because he was like, okay, so now this is some definite BS. Targeting. Right. This is some definite BS because beforehand, you know, y'all had a problem with my video, so age restriction. You didn't have a problem with everybody else's, obviously. Now that I called you out on it, you decide to drop it, but you drop it instead of just, you know, age restricting everybody else's stuff. This this looks suspect. And, yeah. he, you know, he wanted answers for that. Mm-hmm. And mind you, he was trending. And his, he when he made this video, he literally, and I'm actually going to play the clip. Okay. Because uh, Corey Kenshin really, when he even called them out, that video alone yeah, literally yeah, is hold up I, I i muted it for a reason because sometimes they play ads in, in front of the shit to articulate this video as thoroughly as plainly as eloquently as possible I don't want there to be any lost context. I don't want to just look like I'm coming out of nowhere, having a temper tantrum because these things are happening. The allegations I am levying towards YouTube are extremely serious, and I'm taking this video extremely seriously. YouTube, you guys either play favorites, you are racist, or it's a mix of the two. These are the three options, YouTube. Which one is it? Here's my proof. I've been doing YouTube a long time, okay? I never want to be that guy, oh, it's because I'm black. Oh, these issues are happening because I'm black. There have been certain situations that I looked at kind of funny. I said, hmm, it could be because of that, but nah, I ain't going to. I'm not trying to press that. I don't want to build that narrative around my, my YouTube channel. This time, I can no longer let it slide. This is the situation. August 18th, I uploaded The Mortuary Assistant. A lot of you would know it got age restricted because the following video I did, I let you guys know it got age restricted. YouTube didn't tell me why. I saw that all these other YouTubers were playing the Mortuary Assistant and only my video seemed to be age restricted. And I looked for like an hour, two hours. I was scrolling all different types of people's video. No one else's was age restricted. So I appealed the restriction 
Um, hey guys, I'm I'm not sure why mine got age restricted. Could you look into this? Appeal rejected. They doubled down. The policy team said, no, Corey, your video is restricted for good reason. We're not going to tell you why, but it's restricted. That's our final decision. I said, hmm, okay. I get with my YouTube rep. I send him an email. Hey, could you look at this? This is some weird stuff going on. Only my video got age restricted. My YouTube rep, who isn't on the policy team, he looked at my video and he said, hey, it could possibly be this part at the end where the woman was battling some depression. And I'm just going to leave it there, lest this video also get age restricted just because I'm talking about it. So I looked at that part. The first thing I did was try to find other YouTubers who had that part or at least a part similar. Now, Markiplier, I don't know if you'll ever see this, but I just want you to know I have a lot of respect for you and I didn't mean to drag you into the middle of this. Your channel just has happens to be a great reference point because A, you're a really big YouTuber and B, you're not black. So I can look at your channel and then I can look at my channel or look at anyone else's channel and make sure that the things and the games that you play all that they're enforcing the rules equally to everybody. So I go to Markiplier's Mortuary Assistant Part 3 and he had the same situation going on and his video wasn't age restricted. So I send the video to my YouTube rep. I say, hey, um, Markiplier has this situation in his video, but his isn't age restricted. Could you send that to the policy team and see what they say about that? He said, wow, Corey, uh, that's some astute detective work. Let me uh, send this to them and see what they say. What do you think happened after that? I'll give you a second. They came back and they removed my age restriction. They took it off after they already rejected my appeal. I sent them the clip of Markiplier's video that has the same thing and they removed it. Now, my YouTube rep, he was excited. He was, oh, great. This is awesome. Look, Corey, they took the age restriction off. I said, why? I expected them to triple down and give Markiplier an age restriction too. But they looked at Mark's video and they used that to verify my innocence. So if y'all and if y'all want to hear the rest of that conversation, please uh, check out Corey Kenshin. I will put a uh, link in the description to his channel. He makes really great content. And uh, honestly, watching this video and hearing what he had to say, this is not the first time that black creators have spoken out about youtube and their bs there's another youtube creator that i followed for a minute um sigas who sigas you know had content that he had his community but like when i believe it got to a point where he's uploading Things were changing because if y'all remember, YouTube had those whole issues with ads. People um, were finding that their videos were getting demonetized. A whole lot of stuff was going on. So now we got a situation where Corey is uploading his, his content is getting age restricted for him. I have a question. Nobody about else. Is he the only black person? Was he the only black person to play that to, to use that footage? Honestly, 
I'm not sure. And I definitely didn't go looking. I mean, we could, but I will say that whether he's the only the only one the or not this still looks bad it does is- it does it does i mean i mean i you know if i was youtube i would have age restricted everybody so that's the other part of this this the video uh to show they turned. They, they turned. They turned around and did that. Okay. They turned around and age restricted. Yeah. Oh, they they turned. They turned around and then took it off for everybody else after they put it on everybody else. Okay. Because because um, one thing that did happen was they turned around and then went restricted after you know he. You know, firing back, they went to Mark Plyer's video and they restricted his too. That's not what it sounded like he said. I thought he said he had to use his video to show that it wasn't age restricted, and they took but, it off. No, no, they took it off, but then they, but then they put it on everybody. No, yeah, I don't no, think no, they no, put no. it on everybody. No, 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 no. no. Uh, um, so don't so much about everybody. What happened is, yeah. He went ahead and said, so you're going to put the age restriction on my video. Right. And it's not on everybody else's because here's Mark Flyer's video. It's not on there, on his. So, like Corey said, they took the age restriction off, but there is more to the story. Like, I had cut the video. There is more, but let me go ahead. I'll just, I'll just play the rest of it. Okay. So, I send my YouTube rep a lengthy email detailing my feelings about the the entire situation feeling like there was some favoritism at play there was either that or some racism at play and that i would like to sit down with the policy team and figure out why my video was flagged in the first place actually number one was it automated or was it a human that age restricted in in the first place number two who was the human reviewer because it's a human reviewer once you send submit an appeal who was the human reviewer that doubled down and rejected my appeal? Number three, why did it take Markiplier's clip in order for them to reverse the decision? My YouTube rep gets back with me. He wants to hop on a call. We get on the phone um, for about 10, 15 minutes, and I tell him, I've been feeling like this for a long time. I've been feeling like every single time that I come back to YouTube, I'm number one trending for a few days and then they find some arbitrary issue. They nitpick and they try and find something that they can incriminate me for and try to push me down. You don't believe me? What happened the last time I came back and I was number one trending for like a week? They copyright strike me for a video that was in 2019 or something like that. Why don't these issues ever crop up when I'm not uploading? I mean, I'm not on YouTube like nine months out of the year. Nothing ever happens until I come back and I start uploading again and I'm getting my numbers, they're climbing, they're exploding, I'm number one trending, and then they're like, hey, we need to stop him. We need to, hey, this black man, he's getting too many views, he's, he's getting too much exposure, too much activity. Hold that thought. Let's get back to the current situation. So my YouTube rep assures me he's going to continue this dialogue with the policy team and try to get some answers to those three questions that I had. So another day, another two days go by, and what do you know? They re-age restricted the video. (laughs) 
they re-age restricted the video. I say, no way did they do that. I go to Markiplier's video now, and now his video is age restricted. They got caught with their pants down. They got called out, and then they had to go back and say, oh, whoa, 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 okay. We see the narrative that he's kind of pushing here. We need to take some steps back. We need to just age restrict them both and be done with it. You thought that I wasn't going to, like, talk about this, make a video about it? You realize how bad this looks for you, YouTube. You realize how unfair this comes across. I, in all my years, have never seen a video get age restricted, de-age restricted, and then age restricted again. Have, have any of you ever seen that happen before? They saw that I saw that there was some unfair stuff going on. So then they tried to appease me by de-age restricting the video. I say, wait, why are you doing that? Because I sent Markiplier's clip. And then they say, oh, okay, well, let's just age restrict them both. Why is my channel so much more heavily scrutinized than my peers? My peers, and when I say peers, I mean people around my level, around my view count, just to keep it simple. Why is my channel so much more thoroughly scrutinized? Especially so when I've been number one trending multiple days in a row, which I've done multiple times. And every single time I start to get an uptick in traction, an uptick in activity, you, here comes YouTube coming through. Hey, uh, 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 let's get him for that video from 2019. Yeah, you see this, Corey? No, this is bad. It wasn't bad the nine months that I was off the platform. It was only bad when I got back and I was number one trending. This situation was only bad because I've been number one trending since I got back. Every other YouTuber has uploaded the Mortuary Assistant. And now they're about to start putting in some age restrictions because I called them out on some unfair behavior. Now I realize that when you call someone a racist, that's a very, very serious accusation. And for that matter, how do you expressly prove that someone is a racist? I mean, unless they're spamming the N-word in the chat. How, how do you really know? And admittedly, I cannot 100% prove that race had everything to do with this. Hmm. But I can tell you the people on that policy team, those shadow people that are anonymous and get to enact their will however they see fit, how can we be sure that they take a black person's video and a white person's video and it can be the same exact video and they restrict the black person's video but not the white person's video? I feel I've been mistreated for a long time. I mean, even when we hit 10 million subscribers and I was supposed to get my diamond play button and no one, there was no correspondence. These situations always coincide with an uptick of growth and it always just comes off like we can't let this black guy get too high up i mean if i'm wrong i'm wrong i'm telling you that's how it comes off so my question still still remains but it, it, I, I think I, I think he kind of answered it though because he said my video compared to white the, you know the white people posting so that leads me to believe that he is the only black person that posted that that posted that video and was the only one that got that got censored so one 
we don't know because we would have to go look. We had to see how many creators actually went and posted that. Uh, honestly, it wouldn't make it any better if we see that it's just like multiple uh, creators because the fact that it, it just happened to him, period. Anyway, if it happened to him, it could just be a different scenario and happen to somebody else. Right. So, you know, I'm not about to sit there and... and cherry pick and say oh well hey it, it it happened to him but we need validation did it happen to others because the fact that it happened to him it could happen to somebody else the problem with youtube and uh just as he said it it's you know he when he looked at mark mcplier's video he looked at somebody that was a peer because trying to start a youtube channel they've changed the rules of the game because you have to have a certain amount of views before you can even be considered a partner where you can actually earn stuff off your streams. You have to work very hard. Small creators trying to get up there, trying to build their content, it takes a whole lot. And then on top of that, uh, it's not just you building this content, which you're already spending hours on. It's you are also having to do the advertising outside of that. You're having to go ahead and say, hey, check out my video. I made content. Like, we know small creators. We are small creators. We would be going into said space, uploading a video. And we have to look at these things like, damn, we already have the odds stacked against us. Oh, yeah, on top of that, being black. So, to try and figure out who had a video and if the same thing happened to them, they're part. They may be small creators. I don't doubt it. They may be out there. There's smaller than him. Maybe just as much. There might be another person that said my video got age restricted. It might not be that video. It might be a totally different video. So to me, it doesn't matter. Like like if we found another creator that it happened to, it's just further cementing the shit that some fuckery happened right but no but no what i'm saying is another creator that had the same footage that was black and wasn't and wasn't age restricted okay so does that make so okay so instead of having diarrhea you just sat on the toilet for two no, hours with constipation no, what, what's the difference i'm talking about i'm talking still about, on the toilet i'm talking about proving no, that there's a lot of difference no, but I mean, but you're still on the toilet. No, 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 no. no, 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 no you no, got to change that one. For, for, but okay, anyway, go ahead, go but ahead. what I'm uh, no, but my point was him saying that it was race related. That was my point. If another black person had the same footage, wasn't, but you know, and was black, but wasn't age restricted, then that lessens that that lessens the argument that race was involved in it. No. It doesn't because okay, think about it like this. Let's say we we go through because I'm looking at the creators right now, looking at the mortuary assistant. No age restriction on here. I'm not going to say, but you know they're not of the brown persuasion. Okay. Um, I, they have a whole bunch of different creators lined up for you to look at to have this game. No age restriction. No age restriction. No age restriction. All right, go to Corey's game, and let's see. I don't see the age restriction on his game. Nope, this is... Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah, there's no age restriction on his game. I don't see it. There's no... Nothing here says age restriction. 
on one of the, but it's not the one he's specifically talking about. But does not show age restriction on his. Like it doesn't say it. I'm thinking after this, they probably they probably pulled it off per the fact that they were getting blasted on social media. So mm. if, that, if he has this video up, it probably won't have an age restriction on the mortuary assistant. So, but what? But the reason why he can still argue and say this seems like and looks like racism is the way you're seeing it is like well if there's no other black creator that has this restriction then this is just an attack on him right but the issue is if this is an attack on him not an attack if this is them being strict on him then why not others that's his argument if this is supposed to be age restricted right right everyone's age i'm asking the same question but the ish, the reason why I, th- I I will say maybe this is moving towards a little bit closer to the our territory is because well, racism territory sorry is because why is it that he had to show evidence of someone else that's true not having it that, that's true now, that's I've true seen this in the workplace where there were two people going up for a promotion at a previous job both of them are you know in the field that I'm in. And they both have the same credentials line for line. Went to school at the same time, graduated summa cum laude at the same time, did magnificent postdoctoral work and very well recognized agencies, um, had multiple papers, multiple committees, and they're both going up. This is before they changed policy. They're both going up for senior researcher. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. And also, they're both considered minority classes in America. They were told one of them that they couldn't get the promotion because their paperwork wasn't in order. Come to find out the paperwork was in order. The main supervisor just never filed the paperwork. It got taken to arbitration. That's all I can say. And arbitration said, yeah, no, this was our act, a racist act. This was racism because you did not purposely file the paperwork. And they were trying to argue, no, I, they, the person was like, no, I just forgot to file it. And like, you know, it's, it's yeah, on him. It's right. on the person who filed it. So the thing about it is, it's like, no, because if you file someone else's paperwork and not the other, and they, you received them both on the same day at the same time, why? So yeah. when YouTube does this, not, let's not talk about the human aspect of it. Let's talk about the AI aspect of it, which the AI aspect does go after brown skin a lot more because of inherent bias in um, programming I'm thinking thinking the more I think about it the hits also probably has a big factor because so not only was he black but he was a black person with a lot of views but that but okay so but that again you negate that argument because okay he's black with five point I'm just saying a number he's black with 5.78 million views right there's a white creator with 21 million views for a similar video. So really, is it the views? Because if a white it's counterpart, it's a combination. No, it's not because if the white counterpart has 21 million views, it is more. It, you would think logically it should be more likely to be flagged for age restricted content, not a view, not someone at six point six point 
8 million views. But we're when, in million, when, though. No, I mean, when, once when, you get to a million, I mean, That's you know. the point. That's the point. Because now we're talking about statistical difference. The white creator has almost 50% more views, which means it's a 50% more chance that a, a child who is not supposed to see it or that it, it, if it does have gory content, that it needs to be age restricted. So when you start talking percentages, this is why I'm not going to the views that's 100,000. I'm purposely going to the views above yeah. Five million or above ten million because we're talking about percentages. Right, that's what I'm and saying. I'm I'm agreeing with you. No, you're not. You just said that it doesn't matter with views. No, well, no, I changed my mind. Now you ch- okay? You changed my. What mind. I'm saying is the views were a factor along with his blackness. No, what I'm saying is they you, wouldn't have cared. Hold on, hold on. They wouldn't have cared if he had a hundred thousand views again but I because said, he had millions of views now he's more on the radar no they still would have cared what i'm talking about is there there is an inherent racial bias in the algorithm that hits age restricted and is documented not just with video game content fashion music uh makeup ask me why why is it that jackiana who has similar n- number of followers to I'm not not really my bad. Jeffrey Jackie Ina has had more hits for restrictions and copyright than someone like Jeffrey Star. That's what I'm saying. Like so, no. Like I know what I was saying, but now I lost lost my um goddamn argument. I, Never I, mind. I'm gonna no, shut no, up. No, no, no. I'm gonna bring it back because I think I understand what Rob is trying to say, but I understand what you're saying too. So where the numbers come in at? Because when you think about YouTube, just like we go back to how people become partners, creators with YouTube, right? How do you get your videos monetized? Well, first of all, you have to like hit a certain criteria for that to even happen. You have to hit like certain numbers consistently. It can't be just one video. Mm -hmm. If you get 10,000 views one day. You got to get 10,000 views on the next video you upload and so forth and you keep going. So that's the first thing that you, the first hurdle you have to jump over. Now when you jump over that hurdle and you're uploading videos, people are engaging, you're getting these views. The next thing is your content. Your content because at this point, the tier that you're in, now there's eyes on you. Right. Because they're partnering with you. Right. Here's the problem. The algorithm that Christine is talking about, how she's breaking it down, is coming into play even more because now you have a YouTuber who's amassing a certain amount of views. Right. That YouTuber is now at a part of a par where they got to care because now they're putting money into you. Right. Sad part, though, what undercuts this, even though you're hitting this, that's not to say the algorithm isn't hitting you because there could be smaller YouTubers who just started, has five videos at the most, probably played the same game, but video is not seeing the light because algorithm is like, for whatever reason, well, this content doesn't look like people are going to engage with it. This video has been up for like three hours it's only got an x amount of likes so anytime somebody goes to search out this game we're just going to put it to the bottom of the list because it's not hitting the ceiling that we need to so that's the first problem the second problem is is that hey this content creator also happens to be black so now this algorithm that's already way more harsh 
on black creators is coming to play. Mm-hmm. So it's building walls. So I see what you mean about the views because the more views, the more eyes. However, the algorithm, which controls how people would even see this in the first place when that content is searched out, is playing a role, too. So the black influence you're saying is playing a role with even the smaller numbers. Even smaller numbers can't. If this algorithm is watching unfairly targeting people yes if it's unfairly targeting people then to chris's point it's not going to matter whether you got a million views ten thousand views 25 you put content up it's going to regulate this some type of way it's going to regulate it and so that's why to me it's it's hard to it like i said like i was we're going to talk about this whole thing. But my whole, my, when I make my statement about whether it's diarrhea or constipation, you still have some type of problem. There, there are differences. That much is certain. Yeah, like you could be, uh, you could be on Corey Kenson's level. You could just have been starting your YouTube channel like as of yesterday. There's going to be like issues with that. And for yeah. me, it, that it's what I'm trying to say is it's a I problem regardless. Yeah, yeah, I don't care if there's other YouTubers that didn't get flagged. Yeah, this shit happened to a YouTuber who makes content, actually really awesome content. Like, listen, the way we get to talk about this show, you know how you you know if we were to upload upload bitcoin energy if we just put the audio on youtube you know how fast that gets flagged (laughs) dude we are not youtube friendly i'm gonna be real with you christine taking the mode of saying you know what i'm not i'm gonna be chill i'm gonna be doing this i'm gonna be doing that i'm like shoot we actually we actually would have to censor quite a bit like when people was like y'all need to be on youtube i'm like i hear y'all we're trying we're working on it but there's a whole lot with that. Whether from setup, which setup is the easier part. Yeah. Because I've already talked about it. We go ahead, we go ahead and do a broadcast style camera right behind faces all of us. We could do this. We could live stream all that or whatever. Right. We could do that. But then it's once we get this done, it's the politics. Well, first of all, does L like being on camera? No, the fuck L does not. Does Rob like being on camera? Rob is cool. Does Chris like being on camera? Oh, um, as long as my hair is neat, because y'all be like, set me up with my hair looking funky, and I see those comments, I'm coming for your souls. So snatching them, so, all of them. So we already, so we, we, it's so much to contend with, right. and that's why it's like, if we're going to do this, we had to find a happy medium. But then once we find a happy medium, which we seem to have found today, because it looks like y'all were having fun with the. Uh, you know with using the platform we're going to use it looks real cool but then once we upload that first video or we create some clips or we have a friday game night and we do this and it's like hey this content we talk and blah 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 which honestly i really think and after the show we can talk about it more because i do have an idea we'll schedule it out it's now okay is our content safe do we have to worry about this? Because we could have an honest conversation about Corey's situation on YouTube. We could have actually recorded a clip. Hell, we're using the platform right now, testing it out. We could have really uploaded something. But what then? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So that's the 
Yeah, it's tough. That's it's the, definitely that's tough. the main thing. And we can even stream directly like to YouTube. But the minute that they go to review our upload, if we are talking about anything serious, because even Philip DeFranco goes through that when he has was uploading content talking about news stories. Oh yeah, right. Mm. Because then there's the whole av- the whole revenue shit, and I've seen where creators are doing really well, and then suddenly their views are getting their videos are getting demonetized. Black creator, black creator in particular, his videos were getting demonetized, yeah. and then on top of that, he was just trying to create. And when you vest yourself into YouTube, like this is what I do to make money, and these things happen, is frustrating, and you can just see it. Yeah, yeah, you can just see it. Yeah, it's terrible. So, the fact that this having a Corey Kenshin and just the the gall that they have to continue with this AI because that's the thing. A lot of this shit is algorithm, and algorithm as a whole for creators has been shit. If we're gonna really be honest, Instagram before Facebook had it was fine. Facebook took over that shit oh, or Meta. Gosh. Instagram just became harder for people to go and post the shit that they want to right. and enjoy the platform. Right. Fucking TikTok. Good gosh. Oh, like you upload something to TikTok, you have to be careful. And then and then just even being a black creator is bad enough that you can't go ahead and create something awesome without somebody co-opting your stuff and now suddenly they're doing really good, but let's not go ooh, because that's a whole nother conversation on yes. that. It's so much that you already contend with. And then the people that own these platforms, these social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, I don't know, whatever other platform, YouTube, Twitch even, all these different platforms, the minute you're either getting some shine, you're doing something great, they paying attention to you. Yeah. The minute that you are making a video that's calling them out on the bullshit, they're paying attention. They get petty. They mon- they quickly to demonetize you. In fact, one YouTuber recently got banned off of Twitch, I think. But it was something that he showed during the live stream and his community, the way they get down, pretty sure that played a lot into it. So he's back on YouTube, but he was on Twitch for a minute. And now I will say, yeah, he knows the content he has. He knows he has to be careful and he knows how his community gets down. And I love his community. I love his content. Right. Um, but as a black creator, black creators, we have to we have to unfortunately battle with this shit just to make twice as hard, do. right? And just as and such as such as life, unfortunately, because people are quick to say, "Oh well, y'all are able to do this, y'all are able to do that." Yeah, we're able to do things, but the minute that we speak up and we call some shit out, it's a problem. Right, and then when we do call it out, people are quick to say, "Oh, y'all just playing the black card," or something, right. until it happens to them because yep. they get age restricted or something, yeah. and then they are screaming to the heavens, or they want to tone police somebody. Like yeah. hey, your tone was incorrect. I also want to say I think his biggest issue wasn't the age restriction from the way his how he talked about it. It was the age of restriction, but it was. Why do I have to go to another YouTuber to prove show you yes, evidence? Yes, exactly. it's, yes, yeah. It's like I came upon, I came forth, I showed you evidence, and, and now it's it, okay. Now, now you you're okay with what I did? Well, no, like the first time I showed you evidence. Oh no, no, no! It's still age restricted. You're wrong. Okay, let me go back. So go around. Let me do some investigative oh, work. See, 
other people have it. This particular one with the same numbers, and I guarantee you, Mark Pillar, I, I think they are very similar with numbers and f- subscribers. So he probably he did that the most logical way, which is actually a good tactic, and that's why they took it off. But then probably what happened is they circle back around and they're like, "Oh, there's so many of these videos. Age restrict yeah. them all. Take that spot that um ad money. Keep it moving." Um, yeah, that's all I want. Not so that, Mark, so Mark Plyer, because I wanted to look at this. Mm-hmm. He has thirty three point five million subscribers, and Corey Kenshin has fourteen million, I believe. Yeah, let's or see. Twenty million, I think it's. 14, Corey, Corey has 14.2 million. Yes. But high up in the millions. Right. Yes. A lot of people loving some Corey Kenshin. A lot of people loving some Martin Plyer. Like the fact that this happened to him. Like I said, because if because I, I I really hate when people look at a situation and don't realize that it could happen to them because it's like it's so easy to bypass something because you're not in that person's shoes you're not dealing with what that person is dealing with or yeah you're not having to worry about something but don't think that it can't happen to you yeah it's always a problem it's never a problem until it happens to you unfortunately oh, hey you want something to get done in this country Fuck with the riches money and see how fast shit changes. Not even the riches. Uh, my friend, that that same that same attorney, Mike, you know, he said nothing really ever changes until the middle class is affected. Ever. Because that, you know, the majority of people are the middle class. Once they get, you know, they, they feel like they're not getting their fair cut of the deal. Oh, now we got to do something. You know? Mm-hmm. But... You know, just I thought this was a I thought this was a good topic, especially since we're working on getting the, in the spaces, and you know, we're, we'll we'll find a way. We'll find a way to we'll find a way to do things. I mean, honestly, we're working on a way to own our content more than ever. I mean, we already do because guarantee you these these uploads happen. But um, when it comes to you know the the visual space, we're working on that. Uh, but anyway um and that really so many topics that really <laughs> sucks because because one of the topics i wanted to talk about goes into the area of stuff that people like on youtube al- algorithms would have a problem with well because we're doing the audio episode we can get into it i'm not gonna lie um i'm definitely off the kilter today as far as uh time uh, when okay. we start recording so i'm seeing that you know we've been rocking for like three hours really if you count the patreon uh patreon uh goof off so so uh, all right well so um so let me just talk about it because i'm very i'm very confused and both of you need to help me what we is going- need to help you sorry not, not, i couldn't help it, it i'm trying to make a real point here it wasn't okay. me this time it was al oh i take full responsibility i did that that's me that's why he needs to get sniped. Anyway, <laughs> we need to talk about we need to talk about uh, morgue testicles. Run that back, Turbo. What? <laughs> huh? Run that back, Turbo. What? I need the what? I don't know what you're talking about. So we got. Uh, so there was an article about uh, about that woman. I remember one of you posted it. 
about the woman that put something in her food, that served something in her food that worked at a morgue? I don't remember the article. My phone's charging. Okay, so first of all, the article was satire. That article. That article was satire. But the one I posted was about the Pennsylvania man who really wanted to buy some human remains. Now, that shit was one. Yeah, I saw that one, too. Yeah, but we ain't going to talk about that right now. We're going to talk about how we're going to go out in the backyard and we're going to square up. I don't need to do what? Oh, knock if you buck. Knock if you buck. I don't know what you're talking about, man. You just said that's all you need to serve to get slapped. You said it under your breath real slick. It's on the corner. Christine, do me a favor. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, I'll have it there. Never mind. Uh, Actually, can you do me a favor? Go in the closet. Mm -hmm. On the left hand side, open it up. You see that thing sitting on the top of some books? Look, uh, no, no, uh, kind of on the middle, on top of boxes. You should see a black thing on, uh, all right, look down. Kind of on the boxes, on top of the boxes. All right, now to your right going, you should see something that's, uh, black metal. Open the other one. Okay, so I guess I didn't put it there. All right, I'll be right back. I I got you. So I'm just gonna take a shot in the dark and say that uh, I'm about to be decapitated by a samurai sword or some sort of. Um, sharp metal metal object because that's what kind of what he was describing to me so oh no I was wrong wait does that shoot BBs what does that shoot wait 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 the the, the song plan is about everything that's about to go down in like five minutes like I would like to say thank you for listening to us this time. It has been amazing. Like we appreciate every listener, every supporter. Um, th- this podcast may be on pause for another six months um, <laughs> while everyone's going through the process of trauma. Hell, I love you, man. You know that, right? <sighs> stuff I find in the <laughs> stuff I find when I'm cleaning up. <laughs> No. <laughs> when, he, when he pulled that out, that was uh yeah. All I saw, I, I like, I didn't even see, I didn't even see the end to it. I just saw the, I just saw the piece. And when I okay, so no offense, when I saw it, I was like, I ain't touching it, I ain't touching it. That's why I see it set back down. Man, I might as well go back into the forest. At least the, at least. At least the bears were, you know. I just want to point out. The bears let me go. You come come in this space talking violence. I need to get sniped. I was tired of hearing I need to get sniped. Yo. No, no, no. But seriously, though, I think for some reason, for some reason, that Mandalorian snipe just creeps back into my head. I don't know why. I have a question. Why are you so um, coy energy today? First, we talk about Big Rob's dildos and then testicles. No, no, yeah, was, so no, you got me. So that you definitely, me. so you definitely want to catch up on the Patreon episode <laughs> because if you listen to our Patreon, you can hear where Rob apparently put on the board that he has a whole deal with trying to sell custom dildos. But, 
Oh my god, context. The word of the day is context, yo. So, since everybody needs context, let's give some context. Rob decided that in the new little space that we are creating, where you're going to be seeing video, vi- some type of visual content when we do some of our episodes, Rob decided to test out what we have in our virtual environment. And in our virtual environment, there is a board. This board, he decided to go ahead and write Big Rob's plan to snipe Lorenzo. That's what oh he had God. on the board. I actually have the video. Are you okay, Chris? Okay. So, yeah, you need context. There's the context. All right, man. Look, 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 look. Okay. I think when I. Deep, when I dig deep down inside, I think I still had some reservations about when about when you shot me. Okay, that's what it all stems shot from. Shot you with a Nerf gun. I, I, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. With I don't really want to. I don't really want. I, I don't. I don't really want to shoot you in the head, man. It's, uh, you, it's, oh yeah, you just, just want to try and run me over. No, I don't want to run you over either. Okay, like I said, so like, you want to drop an anvil on me? No, wait a minute. I never said anvil. I never said drop an anvil. I will take look. I will take responsibility for snipe. I'll take responsibility for running you over. Never said anvil. Okay. Never said anvil. As long as we're clear that you always that you always start shit, and then when I go ahead and respond, suddenly you want to play victim. Uh, well. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's crawl before we walk, okay? <laughs> right. You know, I gotta crawl. Let me crawl, okay? Yeah, we're gonna crawl. Gosh. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, guy in PA. So you wanted to talk about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Break down, break down that story to me. All right. Uh, let me go to it because you had sent it to me. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see here. So, according to NBC, got it. Yeah, Pennsylvania man tried to buy stolen human remains. Police say. So, when you hear a story like this, you automatically want to, you know, preference it as Florida person, <laughs> Florida man. And but, by the way, we're yeah. source. Uh, and by the way, the source that you sent was ABC News, so it wasn't yeah. like the Onion or something like that. Oh yeah. Well, no. So. What started this originally? There was a satire post that somebody shared with me, and that I shared with the team. And what it was is that a woman was winning chili cookoffs by using penises to stir the chili. That was a satire post. What happened later is that a real post. Uh, came through because I was like well I shared the satire story and let me let folks know they have satire but then for real the same week Pennsylvania man tried to buy stolen human remains mm. so a Pennsylvania man was charged with abuse of a corpse receiving stolen property and other charges after police say he allegedly tried to buy stolen human remains from an Arkansas woman for possible resale on Facebook a spokesperson for the University of Arkansas for medical sciences in Little Rock confirmed that the human that the remains were to be donated 
to uh, UM's facility. UM spokesperson, spokeswoman, excuse me, Leslie uh, Taylor, oh gosh, I can't talk, said that they were instead stolen from Arkansas's Central Mortuary Services in Little Rock by a female mortuary employee and sold, adding that there is an open federal investigation. Mm. She said, we are very respectful of those who donate their bodies, and we are appalled that such a thing could happen, Taylor said. You know what? I actually, you know, it's sad, too, because I actually understand why this person probably did it, because it's my understanding you can actually get a lot of money for, like, certain body parts. I guess depending on the condition they're in, like, like uh, I think you can get, like, $30,000 for for like kidneys if you give somebody a kidney so you actually make you actually make pretty good money depending on what you're trying to take it's still disturbing though you okay everything good so human remains body parts and the fact that you can you can make quite a bit of bread i was about to look up the amount of I don't money need to laugh, i'm sorry uh, i was about to look up the amount like i really got curious like how much cash can you get like is there a, like like i, I don't want to mess up google search engine already because i already did that <laughs> By I'll playing. do it. I'll do it. I'm going to look up how much you get for for kidneys. Yeah, I look it up. A, look, I think it's like five figures. You're on your own. You're you're on your own signal, mobile signal. When you do that, right? Yeah, oh. get on your own mobile signal if you're going to do that. Hold on. Let me let me make sure. Yeah. Because bad enough, bad enough. I was asking uh, Google how to sacrifice minions. <laughs> <laughs> So, so side note, uh, there's a game called uh, Cult of the Lamb that I've been playing, mm-hmm. and started playing it yesterday. And uh, one of the things that you can do is sacrifice your followers. So I was trying to figure out how to do that. Oh, actually, I'm sorry, I was trying to figure out how to murder one of them, but that's because he was starting not to get with the program. He was starting to become a dissenter, and when they become dissenters, they ruin it. Because now you got to go and shut them up before they can drag other people with them. So I had two options. Either murder him in his sleep. Well, three. Murder him in his sleep is number one. Number two, put him in prison and then try to re-educate him. And then number three is sacrifice. Uh, oh. Oh. Have, so, yeah, it's called Call of the Lamb. <laughs> so, so I have Look an it answer. up sometime. Very interesting. So I have an answer for you. From businessinsider.com. Uh, nine body parts that you can sell for, for profit. Kidneys can be sold for as much as $10,000 a pop. And it's estimated that organ trafficking accounts for roughly 5 to 10% of all the kidney transplants performed around the world, according to The Atlantic. So, yeah, it's real. It is definitely real. Now I'm curious, what were the other ones? Nine body parts you can sell when 
When funds are tight, sometimes getting a second job or refinancing your home just won't cut it. There's no shame in turning over your own body to make extra cash, so long as it's legal. Ugh. But, all right, all right, all right, all right. So when's it going to get to the... Oh, there's a lot of av- advertisements. Uh, let's see. The more I go down this rabbit hole, the more I actually don't want to find out. <laughs> Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. There's so many ads on this thing. All right, let's click on that. Placentas? Yes. Oh. Ugh. This is this is this is scary. You're the one who wanted to find the information out. Your whole ugh, your whole body. A thousand per per person. Only a thousand? Yeah. Hmm. I thought that would be a little more. Hospitals and researchers rarely advertise clinical trials, so nailing down a pay range is tricky. Consumers' commentary estimates one trial could earn up to a thousand per person, but it's important to think things through beforehand. Okay. There are no health benefits to participating in healthy volunteer medical trials, and con- consequently, the reason for your payment for time and inconveniences incurred. Okay, so that's. I guess using your body for science. <sighs> oh my god! I don't even know if I want to say this one on this podcast. Say it. Testicles. Sperm. Why not? I mean, it's a thousand. So it's a thousand dollars per ejaculate. That sounds about right, depending on what um genetic criteria you meet are you tall are you educated business idea oh what you was talking about earlier Mm. i think you need to add add a cup to it upsell you can upsell all right well not everyone's sperm needs to move on to the next generation though oh okay we'll we'll work it out you'll have to meet some very specific qualifications first here is a list of the requirements potential donors at SBC have to meet just to get through the door you're between the ages of 18 and 40 and at least 5 foot 7 inches tall I would like to limit that from from 25 to 35 at least 5 9 college educated (laughs) Go ahead, continue. You were able to make the one-year commitment to the program, two semesters for students. You were a high school graduate and lived within 25 miles of our downtown Berkeley, California office. You can work legally in the United States. You were able to provide medical information about both sides of your biological family. You can visit us at least once a week during business hours. You have no chronic health problems. You have completed or are pursuing a college degree. So, to your point. Yeah. 
Because when they when you okay, so this is what's crazy. When you start going for sperm donations for IVF, they have a catalog of individuals, and there's certain things criteria that people do look for: no genetic conditions, um, intelligence level, height level. They don't really let you do like eye color because that really is determined by how it's going to pair during the somatic process. Um, but like height, height, education, intelligence, chronic health conditions. They want it the younger the better. So, like, 35 really should be the cutoff for men. But because, you know, we live in a patriarchal world, they're going to say 40. But technically, y'all sperm really goes downhill after 35. Fast. So, for all you ladies out there, you can listen sell your up. Eggs. That's right. For the ladies, and we got $8,000. You, you got the prize. $8,000. Yeah, I was going to sell my <laughs> eggs. But it's a lot harder for women to sell their eggs eggs can be sold for as much as eight times the going rate for sperm up to eight thousand for each completed cycle and they only allow you to do like think up to three cycles the egg donation cycle itself usually takes about three to four weeks okay you gotta inject hormones okay all right i i am getting educated here yeah it's a big thing like to get you to sell your eggs for women it's a little different because they want to know the mental health condition, um, your educational status, your health status, no chronic issues. The height really doesn't matter, but definitely education, genetic conditions, and health. Oh my god, this is getting this is getting weird. Are you at the eyeballs yet? No, I'm. Uh, next up is skin. Yeah, I can see that. According to the YM contributor Emily. Co of Savvy Sugar. Companies are looking to advertise on your skin and they'll pay good price for it. Although I'm not quite sure if it's worth it. It worked for a single mom from Utah. She sold her forehead for $10,000 to an online casino which paid her tattoo which paid her to tattoo its URL on it. L, should we tattoo 3ABP on our foreheads. No. No. No? Okay. That is that is scary. Alright, the kidney the the kidney one already talked about that. Okay. Once again, ladies making some money over here. It, your womb between twenty and twenty five thousand dollars. Women can make between twenty and twenty-five thousand dollars to carry another's child, according to Newsweek. Surrogacy. Actually, they have up the ante is up to sixty thousand now for it's twenty to twenty-five thousand for middle class, up to sixty to a hundred thousand for you know upper middle class and the wealthy. I see. And they again, you have to have a history of no preeclampsia. You have to be able to know that you can carry child to term no medical conditions like no high blood pressure no um diabetes mental health issues and you have to be willing to completely sign over the rights to the child what has happened in the past is if the child comes out and they usually and if um the child has any genetic conditions this is very very rare i've only read about one case of it where the parents did not want the child so, so the, the child becomes a ward of the state because it's, it's not the surrogacy's child. So explain to me how this works. So 
so okay so a kid so the sperm fer- fertilizes the egg see yes and then that egg is then put in another in in injected into another woman so what happens is you go through several ivf cycles you get the eggs and you have two options to do this you can do if i remember correctly you kind of all go ahead and you know fertilize the egg with the sperm and you wait for the woman's um specific cycle not ovulation but like when implantation is the best and you implant multiple eggs in her uterus Mm. um then you have to wait a few days you take a first a very early pregnancy test to see if any of the implantation worked. If not, you'll do it again. Um, and if it does, then, you know, depending on how many eggs you put in there, because sometimes it's like maybe two or three. Sometimes it's more. Typically, it's about two to three because typically only two, with, like maybe one or two will implant. And then also you have to wait again to a certain time. So if you let's say like six weeks to eight weeks out, they'll go back and test to make sure it's a viable pregnancy that is actually going through with it, that cells are being produced and things of that nature. After that's done, then they'll check it. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Wow. Yeah, you you make it in a test tube. Well, not really a test tube, it's a petri dish, and then you inject it into a woman's uterus. Wow, that is impressive. Wow. I have so so yeah that 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 concludes the nine ways you can get paid for just being you. <laughs> so we need equipment. So when you when you plan on um, selling stuff, because it's either that or OnlyFans for you, sir. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna agree to three ABP tatted on my forehead. I mean, if you want to do that, hey, actually, I agree with that. Would you also? Oh, you go- agree with that? No, I agree with it because here, listen, listen. We can get our equipment and we can get food because then all you have to do is go get Subway tatted on you, and then we'll have equipment and guaranteed food every time we're in the we're in the studio. Why do you want to hurt me? You was because you've been trying to you were trying to snipe me like oh, but- this entire show. You've been, actually this whole entire day you've been trying to find a way to take me out some bodily harm, some bullshit. L, I, w- I, I would never, I would never do bodily harm upon you ever. That's real. I, you know, I, I know, I know, but I, I don't know. Hey, look, unknown, unknown. Hey, look, how long have we known each other? A long time, okay. So you know. Somebody was going to do something, they, they would have been done it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, let's see, what else do we have? I ain't even gonna lie. I think we should wrap it up for real. Okay. I love y'all, but well, we just getting back into this, <laughs> and people is uh, tired. And can I can I say one last thing? Leave the people with something. Sure. So something that has you know i've been at the same job now it's actually next month makes one year at the job that i've been in and through that time it's reminded me and i posted about this on facebook if somebody is struggling and you're an expert and they're asking a whole bunch of questions i never want anyone to ever look down upon that person for asking a question if they if they are really trying to learn if they're really trying to learn and making a concerted effort 
then help that person because that's only going to help you do your job better. So it really did, you know, for some reason it just bothered me because when I was, when I was learning this job, I had a teacher that didn't want to teach me and it upset me because the questions I were asking were valid questions. They weren't like it. It wasn't a scenario where I kept asking the same question over and over and I wasn't taking notes and I wasn't learning. No, each question I asked her was a different one. And each time she came at me with this attitude, like, why are you bothering me? And later on, I found out that she was going through a lot. She had a lot on her plate. But you but that is never a reason to take that out on somebody else. So I say this from both sides, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. And if you're the person helping and simply help that person. And if they're asking too many questions because they keep asking the same question over and over, then tell them that because that's going to help them. Look, take better notes. You need to take more notes Here are some other resources that you may want to use before you come to me. But don't just, you know, come at that person and down that person because then they may not ask a question. And from them not asking that question, they may try and guess at it, get it wrong, get themselves into more trouble. You don't want that. So it helps out everybody if we nurture people to want to ask questions so that they can so so that everybody grows and that way everybody's a lot better off in the end help out help out people just plain and simple don't be afraid to help out people and don't be afraid to ask for help it works out in the end trust me i'm not i'm not mad at what you're saying facts wonderful i love it all right so you know what it has been it has been great uh getting back to uh doing what we do here and um gotta 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 say gotta say this was definitely a nice way to come back so um gonna do the intro a little the outro a little different because i always appreciate the pop dot rob and uh I just want to leave folks with a little extra pop thought. Okay. All right. And now let me get this, get this together here. Cause I think, I think, I think it's only right. All right. So folks, this has been another episode of three B three angry black people. I'm one of your hosts, Lorenzo. Big Rob signing off once again. It's me, Chris. Have a good one. Bye. Word. We're going out to fuck around and find out. We're going out to that. But I want y'all to think about something for the next episode. You, the listener, I want y'all to remember this. All right. Because everybody got hot takes. So with that being said, I want to say the following. One, ice water is a flavor. Two, number two on the list, oatmeal is a cereal. Number three, 
Number three, if you eat pineapple on pizza regular and champion it regularly, you cannot tell people how to live their life and what they should eat. You get no say in that. Number four, Doja Cat is the greatest rapper of all time. Number five, you're probably mad at Doja Cat. Being the greatest rapper at all time And that's okay Because really I had nothing else after that So I just said that one to fuck with y'all But in case y'all are mad about that hot take I'm just putting the energy out there And when a certain person Is willing to admit That oatmeal Is a cereal I will walk back Most of those motherfucking statements And on that note Cover your oh, nose You know what I'm gonna just send a on this note we're out <laughs> <laughs>